Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. So we're back a day early. Oh, yes. Sorry, that's my bad because I have to fly out. Yeah. First thing in the morning. It's totes. Okay. Great. It's like, it's it's perfectly fine. Um, you know, we had a weird, different schedule last ep- Well, no, the show came out on time, but it wasn't right. like a regular But show. we went to the studio on like a Saturday. Yeah, that was that very was strange. Very weird. <laughs> But we did totally to worth go it. In there last- yeah, it was. How's House Kingdom of Hearts three? There's no love in it. Okay, House Kingdom Hearts three. Kingdom Hearts three is a joy. So thanks to everyone who's made. I'm not finished with it yet. I know a lot of you girls are done and waiting to hear what I think about the ending or something like that. Um, I'm taking my time again. 13 years like yeah. i'm not about to just finish this game in a week they're all crazy so um, uh, we got a few letters from people who are like i finished it in two days what am i supposed to do and i'm like i don't know i don't know what the fuck y'all were like rushing through it i for. don't know how you I've can do that combed every single corner of every world that you travel to then go back because you know it's like said let's say there are like 14 worlds total and maybe eight of them are based on disney movies okay and then in each one you have like challenges where you're supposed to go and take pictures of these secret hidden mickey heads and stuff so i've been going into like the what you've been doing for korok seeds after yes. you beat the game i was about to say the i've extra been doing shit that before, before. I finished yes the game. okay which means, A, I'm so, my experience is so high at this point, nobody's beating my ass. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. well, I shouldn't say that. I spoke too soon. But okay. I'm pretty high in terms of level. And I'm having the joy of a, uh, of a lifetime. So excited. It's so beautiful. It's everything I love about the games and more. Now what we need is a Nintendo Switch Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. The, the franchise has always done, like, the main titles on playstation and i guess xbox gets to play it now or whatever key for y'all and then they do like spin-offs on uh like separate systems so i think they should do a nintendo switch wow. kingdom hearts exclusive possibly starring axel maybe axel and Kyrie or axel Kyrie, riku whoever the fuck and i want i already planned so let me bring up my notes okay i want worlds uh based on moana atlantis coco <gasps> coco's so good incredibles Zootopia and Inside and Out. I did like Zootopia. Inside Out made me cry a Inside lot. Inside Out. Well, I okay. Let me count the ones I didn't cry. Uh, <laughs> Inside Out for real though. That movie. Don't think Atlantis. God damn. Ra- I don't, I don't think, think I've ever seen Atlantis. I don't know Atlantis. Oh my god, Atlantis never gets the justice it deserves. First of all, Cree Summer. Secondly, amazing film. Okay. Atlantis needs to be. This is exactly why I put it on the list too, because it doesn't get the the things it deserves, mm-hmm. and it would make a great 
game. Other than that, yeah, I think I cried in most of these. Zootopia, definite tears. Inside Out, absolutely. Coco, please. <laughs> so, oh man, I don't know anybody who kept it together for like the entire second half of Coco. But man, what yeah. was that fucking movie? <laughs> Jesus, don't let you have just lost nobody either. My and God. did like wow, <laughs> Fa- wow. Oh, well, I'm so glad you're having fun with your game. It's Yay, fantastic. hallelujah. Well, guys, thanks for coming back with us this week. Um, my name is Maud, Maud Findlay. And I am Stacey Abrams. Who's Maud Findlay? M-A-U-D-E. I can spell Maud, but I don't. I can only think of the white woman. You might be able to just put in the word Maud. Oh, Findlay. Yeah. A fictional character. Oh, this is Maud from the show. Oh, right. B. Arthur played her. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I remember this. And what's really crazy is that somebody, maybe Logo or something, they're running reruns of it now. Shut the fuck up. I'm not playing with you because there was an episode where Florida from the... From, That's the one I just started. What? Really? Yes. There's an episode where Florida's like her her maid or her yes. housekeeper or something. Yes. Good and Times James was coming a spinoff get, yeah. of this show. Yes, that's right. Yes. Good Times is right. Okay, so that is who I was thinking of. Or Good Times might be an All in the Family spinoff. I can't remember. Either Good Times is a spinoff No, the Jeffersons Maude. is an All in the Family spinoff. Oh, right. Because the Jeffersons moved into the neighborhood. Right. And Maude is also an All in the Family spinoff. Good Times is a spinoff of this, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Anyways, I bought the whole last series on DVD. Wow. Sure yeah, did no, they're showing it on TV. I just watched that episode the other day like bitch what i didn't know that it was being uh played on syndication or whatever i had never seen it on tv and even then they censor stuff out and they also cut stuff a lot of times for like commercial times or whatever i've noticed some like broadcast versions of golden girls are not the same as the ones that you'll watch on dvd or whatever but anyways i bought it uh, just simply because Beatrice Arthur, also Rue McClanahan, is in it. It's fantastic. It's good. Uh, Florida comes in on episode like three. I cracked up two minutes in. <laughs> I loved it. I feel like shows were kind of like almost realer back then about some shit. Like The very second episode is like her husband's, her husband's best friend is like really conservative. And so they start going... Like arguing yeah. back and forth on different, you know, sides of politics and stuff right. like that. And did you know that hurricanes used to only be named after women? I think I did know that. I either didn't know that or it was in fact I learned early in life and forgot. And then forgot. Yeah. I don't know why. It was until like the late like <laughs> late seventies like... that they started naming them after both men and women. And I think there's like some study that shows that when a hurricane or any storm is named after a woman, people take it less seriously. Like it won't <laughs> fuck you up like any other storm. <laughs> It's like, oh, your sexism is going to do you in. It is. But yeah, Maude's a great show. I didn't know Finley was her last name, though. Yeah. Okay, look at that. Well, girls, welcome back. Uh, Black excellence for you today. Keeping it simple, keeping it cute. Um, Giving grace and honor to one Stacey Abrams, being the first black again. This time, Woo! the first black woman to give the democratic response to the State of the Union, which is happening tonight. So when, by the time you're listening to we'll this, we'll be missing it. Thank God. Already happened. Right. I mean, <laughs> besides so her response, I felt I like care, right? I don't give a fuck. And what I can that watch that on YouTube after. Hello? <laughs> I don't care. Because all Donald Trump about to do is get on TV and lie to y'all. I do not give I'm a not fuck. I'm not interested <laughs> in that nectarine or its Mm-mm. fucking uh, feelings today, bitch. Nope. Not at all. So I will be tuned in for uh, Lady Abrams and her 
responds, I feel like she's going to wrap up everything I need to know anyway mm-hmm. and give me the read I'm looking for. Amen. Um, so we speak your name, Stacy, and we love on you, and you are just gorge. Ooh, and Billy Porter is doing the gay response. Oh Boots! Yes. I forgot about that. Isn't that great? It's like, how perfect. I know. I love it so much. I need Billy Porter <laughs> to do more gay everything. I need him to be the face. Yes! <laughs> Yes, I feel like because white gays really underappreciated Billy Porter. Maybe, maybe Pose is bringing him, you know, to the point well, where people the are starting to lived, give him his. Uh, lived for for Billy Porter ever since Kinky Boots. It's like a okay. like specific white gays have known. Okay, well, I'm just glad to see him getting more attention, more praise, more shine, all the things that he deserves. Yeah, no, I love this so much. So yeah, tune into Logo as well for that. Also, I wanted to say uh, an RIP to Kevin Barnett. An uh, extremely talented writer, comedian that passed away way too young, and also Christoph St. John. Isn't that so sad? Like, insanity. Oh, man. I know. I mean, the story itself is just so heartbreaking, but I just remember seeing that man on my TV. All the time. <laughs> All, All these the time. Like, li- like, literally every day. Yes. Because my grandma. Okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Tuned in faithfully, all right? There wasn't an episode that was missed. Not a single. I feel like every black woman in the 90s had a crush on that man. And Kevin Barnett, I didn't know, but there's been so much love for him on my my social media that I'm just like, wow. Like, you can't. Yeah, I can't believe I missed out on knowing this person while he was here. You you could not know who he was even if you wanted to. Like, if you didn't before, Mm -hmm. you're hip now. Yeah, no. There was no way to get around it. Um, So, this week... In uh, Hot Tops, Mighty Morphin Power Bottoms. The best kind of bottoms. You know, you just... Just charge up. Wherever you are. You get information. It's Morphin Time. That's what Morphin Time is, honestly, just getting information. Absolutely. That's literally what they do. Tommy! <laughs> Kimberly stayed getting her ass whooped and calling you for know, Tommy. You know, she did. And she used to get on my fucking nerves. Meanwhile, here is Trini, R.I.P., kicking all the ass, okay. even though they put her in that in racist her ass color. Outfit. So Did wrong. The same as that. <laughs> so wrong. Holding her own. Fuck, that was so funny. But you up. calling for the nigga who was once upon a time was beating all y'all asses with two the two fists that God gave him. Look or at you. Rita, who I don't remember how he was back. Anyways. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay, if anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without 
knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know Kid Fury and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. This week, first of all, forgive me for anything I may miss, misconstrue, whatever. I'm going to dedicate one day uh, an inbox for the listeners to just send us emails to correct us on things we got wrong. Oh, uh, you don't have to. There's no need for a dedicated inbox. I'm going to do that. There's about 30 emails in here telling us what peak leads are. So <laughs> you don't. I don't think we need a separate email address for that. <laughs> if there's ever a thing to get wrong, it was not anything action. Sorry. My bad. I was really sitting up here too. like, And being from Miami, I still didn't. I had never heard of that Mm -hmm. in my life. No, I mean, me either. But your spicy relish sounds good. I know what it is now. I've never had it. Sounds like it would be good on like a fish. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a fried fish. Mm. Maybe. Yes. I don't know what they eat it with. Like a Haitian coleslaw kind of. That sounds like that. I mean, that's how it was described. Yeah, but just like not nasty. Because coleslaw is nasty. It is. It's disgusting. I mean, mean, but it sounds like they take out. The nasty part. Right. And make it good. <laughs> right. Which is what black people do to white Leave people. Leave it all the to time. <laughs> You know, it's just dinner. <laughs> like, you Patience had something said, here, but then you took a out. left. Okay. <laughs> so we're just gonna <laughs> make this something niggas want to eat. All right. Lord have mercy. That's so, funny. yeah, a lot is, I just, I don't, I, I've been playing my game. Been playing my game, waited forever for it. It hit midnight, got a few hours of it in. Woke up the very next day. I'm reading that Jesse's been attacked by MAGA. Oh my God. I want to just say, in the like, between that and then. Tabitha from Bad Girls Club released a diss record to Tori Lanes. Apparently, he they were fucking and he sucked wow. her feet through the socks. Ugh. What? Andy Through got, the socks? And you got pepper sprayed for protesting for freezing inmates. Oh my god. No. Chester Cheetah got did he drop the disc record? 21 Savage is British. I don't know what the Tabitha fuck is, going is on. Dream Doll? Oh yeah, that's her name. Wow. <laughs> I sure had to look that up. Wait a minute. Okay. All right. Sorry. Um, yes, a lot has happened. And I also don't know the details to most of those stories you just laid out. Let me say something. I logged on every now and then in between um, eating a snack, Mm -hmm. taking a link outside, 
and primes is logged back off. There's a piece. All right. In in remaining off of the apps sometimes. Yes, there absolutely is. Not even just offline, because there's plenty that can happen online without engaging with y'all and y'all shenanigans. Yeah. And there is just there is a there is a a, a distinct piece in it. And I want y'all to get in. So yeah, there's a lot more to the internet than social media. Yeah, I really don't know the details to a lot of this either. Well, we're gonna get through it together. <sighs> All right, let's start with this. Uh, this is news that nobody saw coming. Is it huge surprise? <laughs> okay, can't wait to hear this. So Cardi B and Offset are apparently working on whatever they're they're married. They're married. They're yeah, married. They're married. <laughs> Cardi B and Offset are working on their marriage. Um, hmm, right. Belkley's told uh, People Magazine that they're taking things slow. She said, we have a baby right now. That's like our real big focus. I hang out with him. I talk to him every day and we do our thing. It's just like to make things perfect, it takes time. You know, fucking and hanging out doesn't mean that you guys are on, like, a perfect note. It takes time. So she clarified that they are, in fact, fucking. Yeah, no, we knew. I don't think y'all ever stopped fucking. And fucking probably uh, came back into the fold before the hanging out. I really feel strongly that fucking never really left the fold. <laughs> not really. I feel, there might have been a pause on A fucking. weekend off does not a break can constitute. It just does not. I feel like eight days. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I just... Like, I guess because, you know, this is her husband and she has this newborn, she does want to work on it. From the outside looking in, it's like, for what? From my perspective, anyway, it's like, work on it for what? Y'all had just barely got together and he was already cheating. So 25? But, you know, whatever. Y'all be in love with these niggas. Cardo is 26. Which is... 26, for me, was the year... Where I was like, oh, I don't have to deal with you dumbass nigga. 20, 26 was an awakening. Okay. But that's not that, that's not like, you know, a, a thing across the board for all people. Right. You know, some Especially people, not if you give birth <laughs> that same year. I mean. Some people know, stay asleep. It's harder to leave a nigga once you have a baby by him. So I'm not, it's I mean. Your first baby probably. Not even remotely shocked by this news, but I wish her the best. I hope that nigga stops, you know, embarrassing her. Yeah. That's really it. I hope I hope the best for that couple. At your best, you are loved. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? You're a I'm not gonna keep going. No. Nope. Um. Yeah, I I'm not shocked myself either, <laughs> and I too wish them the absolute best, Cardi. Um, Sure. No. You know, nothing else. No, because you know you do have a baby in the situation, and you probably have been around both of them. Have probably been around several motherfuckers who did not have um, both parents in the household mm-hmm. or whatever in yeah. situations like that. And you just want, even if you haven't, you want for your kid to have that situation. But then at the same time, like I might not guess. <laughs> Y'all do be wanting that for your babies. Y'all everyone, want them to have both parents in the house. Everyone everyone deserves to be dumb with niggas to an extent, mm-hmm. a measurable extent. Yeah, there's a learning curve. 
For all of us. For all of us. Everybody involved. You know, I I can look back on these with the benefit of hindsight because I am not 26 with a newborn. So, but like I said, I'm not trying to like shit on Cardi's dreams or, or her marriage even necessarily. It's just I don't know that that nigga is really going to do right. But I hope he does. I truly, I do. I hope he stops embarrassing his his wife like this. I don't think that that's a part of the Illuminate's uh, bylaws or guidelines. You don't think I so? I think that as part of the Illuminate, you actually must stand up in uh, your adultery as well as your misogyny. You think so? And your abuse. See, I feel like deep down inside, I'm hoping Jay-Z called, what's, who is it, Offset? And was just like... Why would Jay-Z ever call Offset about or, well, anything? Well, not, not unsolicited. Like, Offset was like, can I get in touch with Jay-Z? And then the phone call happened. And Jay-Z was like, don't and make the mistakes Blue I Ivy's did. And agent picks up <laughs> and says, girl, I, just I have hope he got 30 through. seconds of time I can give you. I feel like a nigga like that is only going to listen to somebody like Jay-Z. No. You don't think so? Absolutely not. Future told Jay-Z to kiss his ass. Well, I th- And Future founded... No, he probably inherited the Illuminega, maybe. So future may be definitely up there. Future maybe cannot be saved, but I I would hope that somebody older that you know he respects professionally and personally would reach out and say, "Don't make the mistakes I did. Do not put this woman through hell for however long. You know, either be with her and do right by her, or leave her and go on about your life." Like I'm just hoping that conversation happened. With somebody that he respects, but maybe not. You don't seem to have <laughs> not one shred of faith. <laughs> Just hope the nigga goes to church on Sundays. Like I feel like you better got a better. Ain't going to no damn church on Sunday. Going to Bible study and then hearing a word. Uh, you know, I would rather you commit to doing better by me than even necessarily committing to going to church every week. Neither one of these things are happening. No, no. Atlanta niggas. Um. Another uh, more mysterious uh, rekindling of love that seems to be happening here. Tony Braxton and Birdman might be a thing. God damn, Tony, really? You were doing so well, You were, girl. Beyonce (laughs) recreated your album cover for Halloween. What? Why wouldn't you just ride that momentum into the new year? (laughs) As if that would have been the, the day that she was like, oh. I don't have to do it. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yes. If Beyonce redid your album cover, I feel like that would be like a refresher. Like, wait, I am that bitch. And Mm. what am I doing? Dealing with this sorry-ass nigga. I just... No, don't think so. I wish I got it, Tony. I really do. I just look at you and I see Tony Braxton. The Tony Braxton. Right. The Braxton matriarch. (laughs) Not... Not that. What do you think about it? <laughs> but okay, I'm just <laughs> I'm so done with you. And then, <laughs> well, Birdman posted on his uh, his Instagram page the number four life with a heart emoji and tagged Tony Braxton in it. Here they are with matching sunglasses, matching haircuts, all right, um, nails. <laughs> Yeah. Color scheme. Same acrylics as well. Everything here is just, you know, doing its best to look like it goes together. And yet I don't buy it. Yeah, I really feel like Tony Braxton deserves so much more than what Birdman can give her. Like, what exactly is the appeal here? But all right. I don't. I can't, you know, 
tell another grown woman what to do with her life or her vagina. Tony Braxton just found her like a rich ass, like a rich, fine South Asian man or something. Just an old, I speak seven languages ass. Mm. I don't give a fuck about whatever song you sing ass. <laughs> like Yes. I just... just- I'm over here independently wealthy, and I just think you're beautiful. What is it that you do? Something in America? That's fun. <laughs> so would you like to call my yacht? Like Something like that. I want somebody to break down for me. Like, explain it to me like I'm three years old. What is the appeal of being with Birdman? I just do not see who the, it. Who, but who who are we to maybe Birdman? I mean, that yeah, but who are we to really say anything about anybody? <laughs> but, maybe Birdman wakes up in the morning and, and, and he serves her a plate of Eggos. Hot out the toaster with a little cinnamon sugar and butter on the top. The toaster, really? And yeah. The microwave, perhaps. <laughs> Niggas not plugging More the toaster in. <laughs> it's too much work. 30 Anywhere seconds. Oh, hi. <laughs> and not even real syrup or good syrup. The syrup in the fucking packets that he took home from Waffle House or some shit. It's just sugar water. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I'm happy if Tony Braxton is happy. Same. I enjoy Tony Braxton. I just feel like I want, well, you're right. Who am I to say that Birdman is not treating her like an absolute fucking princess? But you got to like look at him. Hey, maybe it is worth it. I don't know what Birdman, Birdman's money is like. I heard he ain't paying nobody else, so he ought to have plenty for himself. And so maybe it is worth Whatever situation he has going on, you know, crust and all, first thing in the morning. I mean, just say it. Do I? What can I say? I can't make no decisions for you, girl. Maybe he plays a Spanish guitar. Really? <laughs> the Spanish guitar, really? I'm sick. I need some. Where's my Zyke? I'm mad at you because I just got a visual of Birdman. <laughs> Not I'm even. Telling you. In like he boxes. plays the Spanish, the Spanish guitar. He doesn't for real, though. You're just being he does. funny for no He was reason. playing the Spanish guitar, and Keisha Cole was laying on top of the piano <sighs> and singing. <laughs> Why did you bring that back to my memory? <laughs> I totally forgot that Keisha Cole was beating bitches' asses for being in the house with Birdman. There, let me tell you something. Birdman's got a hidden recipe, and we're the ignorant bitches for, Honestly, for acting like he doesn't. The dick must be doing something. Because are we looking at his face and being like, mm-hmm. nah. But these girls are seeing something else, and we just don't know about it. The dick must be phenomenal. Combination of good penis and a lot of money will, you know, you can overlook a lot of things under those circumstances. No? You don't think so? But there gotta be good dick money niggas that aren't covered in Lisa Frank stickers. Listen, some of us like looking like a fifth grade girl's trapper keeper, okay? Some of us like a man who is similarly decorated. So, Babe, you just remind me of yesteryear. <laughs> you just, it takes me back to the early 90s, Miss Foster's English class. When I would play tetherball with my bitches. <laughs> in our case, Swiss. Yes, I come inside and make friendship bracelets. <laughs> And make that S, that 3D S that niggas would just put on everything. <laughs> what was that fucking S? With the fucking six Yes. <laughs> Why did we all do that? <laughs> I used to put that S on everything. What was that? Why did know. we draw it? Why know. did we draw it? Why? Are the kids today still making that S? Yes, I think so. <laughs> I still see it. 
Wow, man. <laughs> I legit just took Zycam. Okay. Okay. Next up on the list of yes. hot tops. Mm-hmm. Appropriate Grande. Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. All right. All right. Back in the news. <laughs> All right. Um, this was funny. As fuck. Open mouth. <laughs> like guffaw. Nigga. <laughs> it took me down. I said, oh no. Hot off the heels of her new single, Seven Rings, her new trap pop single, uh, Seven Rings, uh, now with a Two Chains remix. Just like we said. I mean, I, <laughs> I feel like we can't even bullshit no more on this show. Honestly, it's like like the agents or the managers have like either like a bingo pad or like, a, and they just like flick something out and whatever nigga shit it lands mm-hmm. on is That's what they, what they do. Their, you yep. know what I'm saying? They just flip a coin and whatever ratchetry it lands on. I was is actually what they mad. I was mad how predictable that was. So, like, <laughs> I was like, really, girl? This is just. Anyway. Come on. Yeah. So, group. for whatever reason, under God's son, mm-hmm. yep. Ariana Grande decided to get a tattoo on the palm of her hand. In kanji, like the Japanese lettering of Mm -hmm. Chinese. I don't really know how it works. I'm not even going to act like I do. A system of Japanese writing using Chinese characters. Boom. Yes. There you go. Definitions. Cool. So she tried to get the tattoo to say seven rings in kanji. Unfortunately. um, uh, (laughs) Language don't work like that. That's just not the way that it works. Um, it was missing a few characters and the actual tattoo that she got and posted on the internet for us to see after it being placed on the hand God gave her said uh, basically it it translated to like Japanese style barbecue or small charcoal grill Mm -hmm. something along the lines a little barbecue grill right (laughs) which she should just change her name to that I don't know why she won't just go by it just you might as well lean into it. Please do it. <laughs> it looked fake. The hand didn't even look real. It looked like one of them hot dogs or legs <laughs> posts where you're trying to figure out. Wow. Is this a hot dog or some white girl's legs? Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. The hand didn't look real. The no, hand I got tattooed. That part I get. Oh, okay. Hot dogs or legs? You ever seen hot dogs or legs? I feel like it's a, is it an Instagram or a Twitter account where this it's just like a... sounds like Tomboy. This sounds straight up. It might be. Alley. It might be. I'm mad it came up so fast. Yes. It, because hot dogs or legs are everywhere. Or legs. Wow. The thing that I'm mad at is that I really can't tell if yeah, these are Yeah. Some of these you cannot legs. tell. Exactly. Well, these are... <laughs> Her hand looked a little fake in that this picture. absolutely two hot dogs. <laughs> I'm mad that somebody here also clearly <laughs> put some like lotion or whatever on their legs, <laughs> but like, did it like mustard? Right, like some of these is like okay, bitch. Like I know what I'm looking at, and y'all are bored. Yeah, some of y'all are trying to be funny. What the fuck? Okay, so okay, so she got this tattoo on her hand. Here is the uh, excuse that she gave us after we all began to laugh at her little charcoal girl tattoo that's supposed to say the name of her new single. She said, "Indeed, I left out." The characters that were missing mm-hmm. that made this say something stupid. Okay. Uh, which should have gone in between. It hurt like fuck and still looks tight. Wait, so you knew you were missing characters and did it anyway? 
We're going to get to that. I just thought a Japanese friend lied to you. I wouldn't have lasted one more symbol. But this spot also peels a ton and won't last. So if I miss it enough, I'll suffer through the whole thing next time. Bitch, you try. I dare you. One letter. It's 99% going to go away, he said. But I wanted to feel it. LOL. He was like, that's the... That's the what? That's all I see. Okay. All right. But anyways. <laughs> I missed that whole update anyway. Um. Yeah. Like, she basically tried to say that... She couldn't stand the pain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's the most painful spot for sure. I was like, I'm curious. For sure. Also, that's how you end up with tiny grill slash circle slash tambourine on your hand. So her excuse was that she didn't want to finish the tattoo because it hurt too much. Why get it at all? And why get it in a language you don't speak? That's where I'm really stuck. Why would you do this in kanji anyway? <laughs> I'm serious. What part of the culture Sis, is hers? Why would you do that? You know what? I be forgetting that these people are not my generation or whatever. And I know that that sounds like elderly and I'm not old like that or whatever. But girl, like you, you clearly are not lying to somebody in my age range. Like you couldn't. Okay. I don't. This had to have been for your younger impressionable fans, mm-hmm. girl. Because you mean to tell me that you got a tattoo, permanent ink in your body <laughs> and allowed it to purposely say something incorrect because it hurt too much. Even though before you got the tattoo, you were informed of how much it would hurt. Yeah. That don't make no goddamn sense, sis. Right. Like, so you just You didn't know the shit was wrong. You thought it said seven rings and the internet told you it fucking didn't. And you embarrassed and you're trying to cop, please. You should have just had the shit say seven rings in Italian, sis, since you're Italian. You could have called your mama and asked her how to say the shit right. If you don't speak it. Right. Goofy. So I think she just like literally got seven and then rings, but those two symbols so. together means young charcoal. Because grill. that's not how those languages work. Right. I don't speak Chinese, Mandarin, Japanese, nothing. And I know that you can't just take two words and find the characters and then put them together. That's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. that's not how a lot of languages work. So. Anyways, she went to go and try and update it, right? Oh, yes, she did. She added two uh, of the, I guess, the characters that were supposed to be missing underneath the characters that she got tattooed before, right? Mm-hmm. Problem is, it's still wrong. Wait, so why? The, ta- the tattoo now says Japanese finger barbecue, according to Maxim. <laughs> Japanese finger barbecue? That sounds like a porn title. Gross. Oh man! As much as she rubs her sleeves together all the time, that shit gonna be gone. It's gonna, of course, of course. Like, which is what she said. But sis, this was so stupid. This is just go. This just goes to show you again. Oh, let me just read. TMZ posted a a, a tweet that says Ariana Grande gets million dollar offer to remove Japanese barbecue grill tattoo. To which she responded, "I'll give y'all a million to get off of my nuts." Then she says, uh, "Okay, I have actually." I actually, I have actually black heart emoji many a time. I don't know what that means. I have actually black heart, like loved many times. I don't know. I also went back um, and got it fixed with the help. That must be like uh, whatever her her stand group is called. That must be like an inside thing. Oh, that okay. Put us into okay. In we don't get it. Tomorrow. I also went back and got it fixed with the help of my tutor to be more accurate. Why didn't your, your tutor, tutor 
help you with accuracy the first Before time. See, this is it. the thing. I don't yeah. know why y'all be getting tattoos in languages. You're not the only person who has done this. I don't know why y'all be getting tattoos in languages that you don't speak yeah. before you get all of the information. When I tell you, I would scour the internet. Mm-hmm. I would find the first person who I know speaks and understands this to confirm. I'm getting second and third opinions before I put permanent. Because not only is it permanent, it's embarrassing as fuck. Mm-hmm. But it's just ridiculous to do it in the first place. If you have to scour the internet for somebody to proofread your tattoo because it's in a language you don't read or speak, maybe you should just get it in a language that you do read or speak. What's the problem with that? I can't read or write kanji, obviously. What do you want me to do? It was Not Donna- get a kanji tattoo. <laughs> It was done out of love and appreciation. What do you want me to say? You know how many people make this mistake and don't care just because they like how it looks? Bruh, I care so much. What would you like me to do or say for real? I'm sorry. There's a difference between appropriation and appreciation. My Japanese fans were always excited when I wrote in Japanese or wore Japanese things on my clothing. However, all the merch with Japanese on it was taken down from my site. Not that anyone cared to notice. No, we don't care to notice. This is so stupid. You Just act be a like, little white girl that likes little white yeah, things. Yeah, I and, don't and get this. You have a whole ass tub of culture. In your Italian roots. You do. That you can just parade around, tattoo on yourself, wear on your clothes, all of those things with actual people that you can call blood relatives. Right. That you could ask for all of the information. You could do all of the research mm-hmm. of your own. Yes. Y'all love loving on other people's stuff and being wrong and looking stupid all the goddamn time. Right. And then telling people who are actually involved in the culture, who are who come from that race, color, or creed, oh, well... I just love it so much. What do you want me to do? Love your own shit. You don't love it enough to learn it. <laughs> How I don't even care about the appropriation or not argument in this context because you simply should not have gotten a tattoo in a language you don't speak. That's it. That's across the board. And that goes for everybody. To run to us and show us. <laughs> you t- you were so proud of your seven rings tattoo. Which also, like, why are you getting the name of your single tattooed on you? But whatever. <laughs> I just don't. Like, thank you, Next. I get it, right? Although I do not like that thank song. Thank you, Next is incredible. At all. It's a great, Do not great care song. for that song. That and the messaging behind it, you wanting to get tattooed in your your young, you know, ponytail way. Sure. Because I get, like, what that song is trying to convey. I still don't understand what Seven Rings is about. No. So I don't even... I absolutely don't. ...understand the attraction to wanting to yeah. wear it forever. Right. But this was stupid. Mm-hmm. And maybe it will have you think twice. Yes. Again in the future mm-hmm. before you say, hey, let me run to somebody else's culture and just throw it all over my own being. <sighs> but you won't because, again, this is all our fault for telling you how dumb you look. Right. How is it? Well, what? How does it turn into, well, what do y'all want me to do? Well, bitch, you the one who Better. got the tattoo, <laughs> took a picture Better. and posted it on the internet for everybody to comment on and then got it updated and posted another photo. Like, we didn't... You invited us to this business. And tried to goof us talking about, oh, it just hurts so much. I know that it says little charcoal grill, but you know... <laughs> Why would you take a picture of it and post it then if you knew it said Little Grill? Why would you do that? Girl, you didn't. You just fucked up. (laughs) For me, it keeps going back to you shouldn't have never got a tattoo in a language you didn't speak. That's it. That's it. It could have been a white language you didn't speak. You still shouldn't have got a tattoo in it. You could have just put the words 
seven mm-hmm. rings. Yep. Right there. And you could have even saved space and got the numerical seven and then rings. Probably would have taken a grand total of one or two minutes. The number seven rings. You could have gotten it on the side of a finger or something. Like you could have gotten seven actual little circles. <laughs> There's so many different ways you could have done this. But you had. <laughs> yes. You just had to go reach into this Japanese language and go playing around with these people's characters and shit that when you don't understand it. Girl, get on somewhere. I laughed a good long time. Let me tell that. you, I laughed and I asked <laughs> anybody willing to listen if they had heard. <laughs> I was in the gym in between reps. Have you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> just random Funniest strangers. Thing. Anybody. <laughs> Because it's hilarious. It is. And y'all niggas be doing the same goddamn thing. Lord knows what the fuck that tattoo on Nicki Minaj arm says. Oh, I don't know either. I didn't even know she had one, so. Yeah, I think she got it. Oh, but you know she be bringing up her half-Asian granddaddy or something. Well, no, I think she did it because Foxy Brown has one. You know, Foxy Brown is like her alleged, like, uh, Was this a long time ago or something? Don't have me looking up old news. Well, Nicki Minaj had that tattoo for as long as we've known her. Oh, okay. I guess I've never Yeah, I think she's talked about that wild early in her career. And I think she's also said before that she kind of regrets getting it. She doesn't talk about what it means? I don't think I've ever heard her talk about what it means, but I'm sure she has. All right. Well. Anyways. Next. I'll look it up. Here on the list. Oh, Lord. So. Oh, it says, God is always with you. I agree. Amen. God is always with us. And you know what? I have not heard anybody say yet, as many fans she has in all over Asia, I haven't heard anybody yet say, oh, no, it actually means like um, a broccoli steamer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like people would be clowning like very much. It really means tiny vegetable spinner. Um, Oh, damn. Here go an article that says, here's what Nikki's tattoo actually don't means. Don't click on it. I don't want to know. I'm not ready. I don't want to know. I don't, I don't, don't tell me. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Moving on. Next story. Um, oh, God. No. I'm not going to know. This is a long, this is a long essay. So I am not going to. If it even means something like semi-religious, I'll take it. I think it does. But the. The lesson to be learned here is leave it alone. Yeah. This this Chinese person is saying there are lots of aesthetic and grammatical problems <laughs> upon closer inspection. That's the thing. These characters, like, you can't just write it however you think it looks. Like, mm-hmm. it's very deliberate. Every tiny little stroke means something. And just because they're not your the alphabet that you're right. used to, y'all feel like y'all can just do what the fuck Surprise, ever. every other language don't work like English. I can't believe I've never noticed this tattoo on her. Really? I just really have not. Oh. Okay. Um. So, Bow Wow uh, was recently arrested along with his <coughs> girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, on and off again girlfriend, the girl that he was on that uh, Love and Hip Hop light show with, the other one. Um, her name is Leslie Holden. Oh. So, police apparently arrested both Shad and Leslie. Um because they could not determine who was the main aggressor in what reportedly hmm. a physical altercation that took place between the both of them. It may have been over jealousy. So, um, apparently, they were at a condo somewhere in Atlanta. Mm-hmm, midtown. And... and <laughs> Um, Bow Wow says that Leslie was drunk as hell. They got into an argument. She threw a lamp at him. 
uh, bit him on the side and spit on him as he tried desperately to avoid her pummeling. Leslie says that Bow Wow was arguing with her and said that he she was disrespecting him for hanging all over another man's body. Uh, Lord. According to police reports, it's Bow Wow claims, according, well, this is her testament. Uh, he called, he says that Leslie called him a bitch-ass nigger. <laughs> Oh, that's not funny. Which is in quotation marks with the ER at the end. Of course. I the white people this. definitely had to write that Of up. course. They were never putting it. <laughs> they were never going to do that. ER is all they know. <laughs> um, so. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he says, she says that he uh, grabbed her by her hair, uh, was uh, pulling her out of the bedroom, and that is how uh, the fight began. So. He's claiming that it was, like, very obvious she was the aggressor. And she's saying the opposite. Police are saying they don't know what the fuck happened. So they locked both of them their asses up. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of their mugshots came out. Bow Wow's team is trying to use his mugshot as leverage, <laughs> I guess, in the it's all her fault I mean, uh, story. Because if you've seen a strong him, case. He looks like Chucky. Like, he flat yeah. out... Like, I I jumped almost when I first saw him because I've talked about how Jackie yeah. scarred me. And he looks just like him, the scar. Like, scratching definitely took place. And she looks like nothing happened other than the police put her in the back of a car. Right. But, again, all you can see here is her is face. face, right. You know, so... If you're going off the faces, though, it looks like she whooped his ass. Yeah, I mean, if we were to judge faces alone, right. yes. So. But anything could have happened. And I did also read that police said there was visible minor injuries on both of them. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to jump to any <sighs> conclusions here. Mess. I literally don't know. And if the cops said they couldn't tell who started what or whatnot, then it is what it is. But You know, they're probably both telling... Ooh. At least part of part the truth. Part Right. Yes, absolutely. I believe he got jealous because she was at a party and talking to some other nigga, whether she was hanging all over that man or not, I don't know. But honestly, Bow Wow seems insecure and like he would be upset over something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not putting it past anybody to like, I'm, I'm also just easily enraged. Easily. Yes. Easily uh, agitated yeah. as well. And <clears throat> I just I've heard too many stories to feel like. You know, the things I've heard about anybody, man or woman, means that they wouldn't be in a fight. Like, I can't be like, mm, I don't believe Bow Wow would hit that girl because I think under the right circumstances, just about anybody could be physically violent. But like I said, if you're going off of the photos alone, it looks like it does not look good for her. It looks like she was the aggressor and he just dealt with it. Especially since Shad Moss is what, Four feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Looks like he sized. could easily be scooped. Mm-hmm. He could have easily, whether he was mad about something she did or not, just said something she didn't like, and all of a sudden, boop, 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 boop. Like, yeah. I, I honestly wouldn't be too surprised that she got. And it's nothing for a lot of women to just jump on niggas because they feel like they can and they can get away it's with true. it. It's true. There are quite so, a few women who are like, I'll hit you because you can't hit me. Right. So, and I don't know who started it. She says he did, he says she did. And. I mean, regardless, I feel like what I say in these situations is the same, which is that whatever argument you have should never escalate to putting hands on people. And period. Yeah. 
that is that goes for everybody regardless of gender or sexuality or anything else you just Get gotta up, be putting your hands on people take your ass outside leave go pull a plant out by the roots <laughs> something <laughs> as mad as your ass is something you know what I'm saying whatever it is go get in your car yeah. and yell at the top of your, your lungs whatever like nobody should be putting their hands on anybody in the situation so yeah. like this situation is all kinds of fucked up but I hope we find out who, who the knows? aggressor is cause I didn't even watch that show like I know they were on it yeah, together no, definitely did not so I don't even really know the nature of their relationship or anything like that but growing up hip hop is boring so. all scratched up it is boring yeah um, but, ooh, she tagged. You know, shit. I hope I hope y'all take this and and decide to separate from one another. Please go through therapy and your own healing individually of one another and move on with your lives. That's the least Amen. you can do. Yes, because this looks bad. D.L. Hughley and Terry Crews got into it. Holy God! Please <laughs> no, D.L. Hughley. <laughs> what the fuck was this nigga God trying to say? Damn! <laughs> Didn't we just do this with D.L. Hughley? I don't what remember. I know we talked about him saying something fucked up. Or I feel whatever. like very I recently I've had to be like... I don't know how recent it was. We don't even like you. Oh, you know what? Maybe. We don't even like... Was he coming to Kevin Hart's defense or something? And know. we were like, why did God take Bernie Mac instead of you? Did, oh. did I say that? I don't remember if I said that on the show. The thing just is... In iMessage. The thing is, it doesn't sound far off from either one of us. <laughs> right? I feel like I we could have said it. It's one of those things in hindsight that's like... Oh my god! That's but so terrible. I might have. I mean, like, it's it's on brand, right? Um, <laughs> fuck. Definitely one of them niggas who was like pro black enough to have moments where he's like, I agree with this, and mm-hmm. then also ignorant enough where it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I don't even really know. Yeah. But apparently, he did an interview with Vlad TV uh, a while ago and was asked um, uh, about Terry Crews and his situation with the agents. Oh, who had touched him and his private parts and all of the stuff that we know happened yes. And So basically, in this interview, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what D.L. Hughley was trying to say. Because it's like he was basically saying, um, like, God gave you muscles for you to say no. Which... Yeah, which is not... <laughs> you're so stupid. Like, what? And then he's like... Basically, like, it seemed like his rhetoric was supposed to be, you know, you should beat this man's ass. Yeah. I guess. And honestly, a lot of men, I actually had to stop looking at the responses to Terry Crews because a lot of straight black men are like, I don't understand because you are big and you are buff and you are rich and you have, like, which whatever you think is what's standing in the way of you whooping some white man's ass. Let's dismantle that in a second. Yeah. Yes, we'll get there. He also said at one point, which I found this interesting, again in the Vlad interview, D.L. Hughley's like, you know, talking about this guy working for the the agency or whatever, you you can't, I can't be paying you and you touch my dick. Like, you can't touch my dick and, and, and you can, you making money off of me and you can't touch my dick in front of my wife. And I'm like, you shouldn't touch his dick at like, all. Like, you should never so, be violated by anybody. So, are you saying that if your wife wasn't here and I didn't work for you, I could have touched Like, So you let me know that if all these cameras was gone, shit might pop off a little differently? Because after that, Vlad was like, you've been in the industry a long time, like, has a gay man ever, like, come at you in, like, a wrong way or something like that? And he basically, like, tried to, like, laugh it off and was like, I'm not cute enough and, you know, I... I well. uh, which... It's not about looks, but if you're going to make fun of you, then I will co-sign. 
Like, sure, I guess. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But that's yeah. inaccurate, and right. I think you know that. There's nothing to do with that. And he said, you know, like, I've, I've had to convince women to to sleep with me so i feel like it would just be extra work with a gay man if that, 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 whatever like you know is this that like that's your way of true. spinning it and trying to make it a joke <laughs> don't do it look at you <laughs> dl i mean it is dl um anyways so oh, you ain't sure. oh we're having fun so <laughs> <laughs> So he can just make sure I can't. What the fuck? All right. Um, oh, father. Somehow, someway, Terry Crews got wind of this. He tags D.O. Hugley in a series of tweets. says, you told the world God gave me muscles so I could say no. Are you implying I wanted to be sexually assaulted? I'm listening, sir. Um, D.L. Hugley simply responded, you saw the video. Terry said, sir, you said I should have pushed him back or restrained him. And I did all those things. But you act like I didn't. Were you there? Well, Hughley said that's different than slapping the shit out of him. <sighs> Twitch Terry Crews says, so, sir, if you truly feel that th- if you truly feel that is a correct way to deal with toxic behavior, should I slap the shit out of you? <laughs> An excellent question. I love that part. <laughs> I have looked up to you my whole career as one of the funniest, most talented people I've ever seen. You gave him a lot there. I remember when I saw you warming up the crowd at Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and I thought, this man is a genius. But now you're an example of when comedy turns to sarcasm and cynicism, and you find it extremely easy to get jokes at someone else's expense. You mock my success, but all I ever did was support you. You, 50 Cent, Uncle Rush... Uh, Russ Simmons and uh, Tariq Nasheed have decided my sexual assault was hilarious whereas there are a whole generation of black women and men who don't think it's funny abusers protect abusers but they mock survivors as well and you see me keep it moving so um, D.L. Hughley responded to this on a radio show I didn't know he had but he basically I'm not, I'm not I didn't know that he had a radio show <laughs> okay Um, and basically said that he was not telling Terry Crews what he should have done he's saying what he would have done in his own uh at, had it had happened to him or whatever. And then again, he went into like, just why it's up on his Instagram. If you want to go and watch the clip, I don't again, understand what his perspective is or entirely what it is that he's trying to say, but getting back to the initial comment of, Oh, well you should have slapped the shit out of him. And you got muscles for a reason. And you big black, and you tough. And all sort of shit. Like, of course y'all niggas feel like beating his ass. What was like the, appropriate response mm-hmm. to what he should have done right of course i think so even let's say that that was first of all terry cruz has like sort of made fame off of being the big muscular tough guy with a heart of gold mm-hmm. like many people yes. fell in love with him even though this wasn't the first time i had been introduced to terry cruz many people fell in love with terry cruz when white chicks when he was the big buff yes. black guy oh, that surprise surprise loved vanessa carlton like that's <laughs> been his whole <laughs> thing like his whole career has been so him good. being like mm-hmm. the tough guy with a heart of gold yeah either way even if his response would have been I, I like to beat the shit out of somebody who violates him like that his wife is right there and he is the tall buff black dude mm-hmm. that has all of these muscles and could easily break somebody in half right versus this white gay who i'm assuming is smaller than uh, terry cruz because look at terry cruz mm-hmm. that would have easily spun him into a situation where he would have not been able to work he would have never been casted right. and he would have immediately been blackballed and shit all over not only by white people but by white gays because of being the black like they would have completely looked over the part about 
him being assaulted mm-hmm. sexually. Yeah. And it would have all been about this big black nigga who had the nerve to gay bash this motherfucker because he was being playful and had a little too much to drink. Yeah. Like, what are y'all niggas even thinking? Right. I don't know if this is How true. How are you or missing not. that? Somebody told me that that man isn't even gay. He just, like, oh, yeah, he has a wife. Too. He just likes to grab You're black right. men's dicks because he can do it. And ain't nobody gonna check him and can't nobody fight him. Like, it's it's very much gay or straight it would have been the same narrative yes it it really doesn't matter how he identifies because had Terry Crews punched him in the face or popped his nuts off like he deserved everything surrounding this story would have been totally different it wouldn't have been you know Terry Crews joins women and talking about being sexually assaulted and all that it would have been big angry gorilla black man attacks delicate white flower and now you know we'll be booted off of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and we taking everybody hates Chris reruns off the air and this is why you can't you trust something. those big black brutes it would have been all of that for Terry Crews and y'all know that right y'all do know that it's like you wanted him to fight but had he punched that man the way that man deserved it's his family who would have suffered like it's it, he had way more to think about than just what he wanted to do or what you think his natural reaction should have been in that moment. He's a grown man. So he has to think beyond just having the physical pleasure of whooping somebody's ass. But y'all don't want to think like that. Y'all just like, oh, well, you a punk because you let a white man disrespect you like that. And I wouldn't have never did that. Well, first of all, you're not even in the situation to lose half of a tenth of what Terry Crews has. And I know you niggas is not sitting up here lying, acting like your white boss can't disrespect you in 80,000 different ways. And all you're going to do is swallow it, get in the group chat and bitch about it and bring your ass to work again the next fucking day. Why? Because you have bills like every fucking body else. So I don't, I really don't get why black men aren't rallying. You would think this would be the one thing where like fellow straight cis black men would be like all up Terry Crews, like, you know, support our brother because he's going through something and this is fucked up and this is wrong. Terry Crews had to come out and be like, actually, black women were the only ones who supported me after I came out about this. And black men have overwhelmingly been negative about it or, you know, detracting me or trying to make me feel like I was wrong for not, you know, kicking this man's ass. So Because our training as black men is to be destructive. Our training, like, is Woo! to be like... Oh, shit, you said a word there. Our training is to be aggressive. It's to be, like, Woo! combative. Like, that's what we're... And honestly, if you look at, like, the history of black people, period, you can almost make an, argu- an argument uh, as to why that is. But it's like, use your aggression and your fighting and all of that in smart ways and in smart times, not all the goddamn time. Right. And then acting like you ain't got no motherfucking sense when somebody says, hey, girl, this serves no purpose right like what nobody's saying the white man didn't deserve to get his josh he absolutely deserved it but had terry done it we would all understood and yet we would have all been completely unsurprised when it would you know instead of wme firing that man adam whatever it would have been the other way around it would have been terry cruz being let go it would have been terry cruz all of a sudden can't get work can't Can't get get auditions can't get nothing like it would have been only for you same ass niggas to be making memes and jokes when he's working at whole foods or trading right because everything right because everything is fucking jokes to y'all on the internet child i don't blame that man one bit for reacting the way he did and now look Look at how different the narrative is because he did not fight that man. He's been able to come out and say, this happened to me. And these are the steps, you know, I'm going to name the person who did it. And 
I'm going to hold every like you're going to be held accountable for what happened. And now that man is gone from WME and he and think I think Terry Crews got a settlement of some kind. I don't think, you know, that that was ever made public or anything like that. But he handled it in a way that meant that he could keep working, that he could keep supporting his wife and his kids, that he could keep doing what he loves to do. Because we live in a racist society where black men simply cannot react with their first instinct, if that first instinct is violence. Unless, of course, you're being violent toward a black woman. And then you can do whatever you want to. But if if the person who is victimizing you is a white man, you better be careful, nigga. Because that'll be the last thing you do in this town. I just don't understand how y'all didn't see this story about Terry Crews and automatically be like... Like, I feel like... Black men should have rallied around Terry Crews the way black women rallied around the Sandra Bland story. Mm-mm. It should have been like, it should have been like a million man march kind of response. I feel like too many black men immediately looked at that as um, soft of Terry Crews Woo! for not beating him up yes. and for yes. approaching it the way that he did. You know what I'm saying? Like telling this story of of being assaulted and how that affected him and living with it and all that stuff. I, I think that it was perceived as as soft, which men equate to being weak, which is like the worst thing that a nigga could say that you are. Mm-hmm. The same way, like the worst thing a white person could say you are is phone. <laughs> well. Like white people hate Poe, white people. Uh, I mean, true. But I just, okay. I don't. I'm just, you know. Yeah, I get it. Like, I don't really expect better, but it should have been better. Terry Crews deserved better than that from his brothers and didn't get it. No shock there. Um, So, 21 Savage is not from here. He apparently is originally from the UK. I just recently discovered this, as did many other people, including his fans. So, he was recently arrested and detained by ICE. Yeah, that's that is when I found out he wasn't American because I could have swore he was just some nigga from Atlanta. Everybody thought he was Zone Six, <laughs> like <laughs> right, exactly that. N- also, um, I still haven't even found like when he moved here, how any of that. So I like, think I, he was twelve or thirteen when he came. It said two thousand five. Yeah, and I forgot the twenty one Savage like legit was twenty one when right. I started. So, like, <laughs> right, I think yeah. he's like twenty five or twenty six now, so that adds up something um, like that. But it took me a while to even remember who he was. I had to think. I was like, I will there. not Google him. I will not. I know that I've heard this name. Where do I know him from? Amber Rose talked about liking the smell of his balls. Yes, yep. and then I remembered. Me and you talked about the fact that she got him to like drink water and eat green things. Yep, and. He's the one who said, it's a knife. Yep. <laughs> About that tattoo and had you niggas saying, it's a. Yep. It's a everything for like two years. And that's what I got. But yeah, being being detained by ICE is, that it ain't nothing funny about that. That is some serious shit. I was immediately freaked out when I saw it. Like I, again, it was another come up for air moment on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like I had already felt like the fucking headlines at that point were just, out of control. I don't know, my nigga. I know that... They've been like, bad for... It, it's been every day. They've been really bad. That one was like, okay, this is a joke, right? Ice? For what? Like, I... What? Yeah. That don't make no sense. Yeah. Like, I was, like, confused. Does Ice do something? I don't think that... Whatever. Right. So, I just read that he's, like, waiting to hear what, how they're going to move forward. I read that he's, like, on a 23-hour lockdown. 
all of this shit and he could be getting deported soon now loads of people were joking about it i guess because to them it is just 21 savage and it's a knife and blah 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 Mm -hmm. but like even if you don't care about this rapping ass nigga even if you don't know about all of the good that he's been doing like within his community in atlanta if you don't know that he was i think on fallon or something recently rapping about immigration rapping about flip water and then it was like two days later that's why everybody was like oh that's why ice got mad right they didn't care when this nigga was talking about trapping but he hasn't been in hiding you let's know let's not talk about you know freeing niggas then we got to, oh, now no. you got to get the fuck out of this country with that bullshit don't remind the Americans about oh, this no, scam no. that Michigan is so, putting sir. their people through I don't think so so Woo. even if you don't give a fuck about any of that like I just ice in itself is so fucking goddamn heinous mm-hmm. that I don't even understand why it's well, I think some of it is jokes because the idea of 21 Savage being, being from British, the UK I is guess. funny. Like, I saw I saw a couple of memes that were like, here go 21 Savage writing rhymes, and it was like a feather pin, like a quill yeah. or whatever, or like... That's what Demi Lovato got dragged over. Yes, on. or it was like a picture of like a porcelain gun on top of a, a tea plate and all this like, okay, I get it, haha, I'm British, but you know... Like this rapper, ha that's funny. But nothing is funny about being detained by federal authorities. That's not, that isn't hilarious at I'm pretty all, sure he's a dad too. Like, what does that mean for his son that was born here? I mean, I'm certain, I'm, the, I'm certain the baby's mom is American, so. Mm, well, yeah, but. And I think it doesn't help that he has a felony from a couple years ago. Certainly doesn't. It so, also doesn't help that he's black because even if he didn't have a felony. Right. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like. Maybe a lot of jokes are coming from black Americans who aren't taking into account how serious this is and who are also forgetting that, like, sis, if they come in for the black immigrants, do you really think they're not coming from the black citizens? Do you really think we're going to be spared, girl? <laughs> this administration has, like, slowly, like, it's almost like like that little circle in Fortnite, how it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Like, this administration has been the Fortnite circle. I wish I got it. I wish I knew what this meant. Over time, there's, like, a circle that you're allowed to play in in Fortnite, and it gets smaller and smaller oh, and smaller. okay. So you so, can't go nowhere? So more? people have to get closer. It forces you to fight each other until there's only one person left. Oh, no, thank you. That's literally what the country, like, they're closing in on a, you think, right? you think this ain't got to do with you, and maybe Trump just hates Mexicans, Mm -mm, or maybe it's, no, no, sis, this is, this is an overall (sighs) purging. Remember shithole countries? That was about black countries. Yeah. That was about Haitians. That was about plenty of your memes, aunts, uncles. Yeah, sure was. Your moms and dads. And I don't know why. I think there was even a story last year about how ICE tried to deport a man who wasn't even an immigrant. They tried to deport him to Jamaica, and he was like, I'm from Philly, though. <laughs> like, I don't know why y'all think we won't be next. So, you know, jokes about immigration coming to snatch you up and sending you back to a place that you barely remember or that wasn't safe and all that, that is not funny. The, there's nothing amusing about that. And I hope you niggas understand that if Donald Trump could re-enslave us tomorrow, he would do it with the swing of a gavel. Let's, bitch. If he could get us right back in the fucking fields, girl, he would do it. Please do not play yourself. What do you think they think was so great about America? (laughs) Right. What back do you when think the niggas so didn't have no that. rights back when the women shut up and they were nothing but cum dumpsters and dinner makers like damn it now he's got 
goddamn niggers out of the fucking grocery store buying my goddamn pizza rolls all the goddamn time. Whatever happened to good old American stock when this was white country and these niggers did what they were supposed to do in the field? What's so wrong with cotton? What do you have against cotton? I love cotton. Wow. So... I kind of feel like this sounds like when I try to do a Caribbean accent, like you trying to be a country southern Bitch, white racist. I'm going for, like, no, you need to just, I don't know. It is not the same. I'm just saying, no, I think it is. Mine is steeped in you, hatred. You, I'm right, but I'm saying you, the effort was there. Now, did you sound like. I feel like I was closer than you were. Perhaps. Way. I mean, I will actually, okay, yes, fine. I will give that to you, but I mean, it's just. That's it. Like they are absolutely coming for our next, next. So I don't even know. Kind of celebrating, like like your passport or your birth certificate means anything. I said there was some. Who is it? Ann Coulter. I think Ann Coulter said something like, "If if if we change voting laws to where all four of your grandparents were born in America, Trump would have won overwhelmingly in all fifty states." Okay, bitch. Well, thankfully that's not how voting works, and every citizen can do it. Not just everybody whose grandparents. Fuck how voting works now. And there are plenty of white people. Like this is. I don't want to get into this. I really don't want to go down this road. I just want y'all to remember that we are not safe at all under this administration. It's not even just immigration, girl. They hate all of us. Yeah, they do. So one way or the next, mm-hmm. they're coming for and you And if too. they don't hate you for being black, then they hate you for being a woman and wanting to have control over your own body. Or they hate you for being queer. Or they hate you for being trans. Or they hate you for being poor. As if it's not their fault that you are poor. Like, there's just... There's so much going on here, but... Yeah, let's let's make fun of Twenty One Savage, I guess. You literally, literally forced motherfuckers. To, nope. Anyways, <laughs> it's too easy for us to get sidetracked, like so easily, and we'll go over the same stories. And anyways, yeah. Demi Lovato, great. Don't come back. Thanks so much. Goodbye, sis. I don't give a fuck that you thought it was funny or not. It's not even the fact that you got like dragged Mm -hmm. for laughing at the memes because it isn't funny. But you weren't the only person who was laughing. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that somebody very calmly and politely was like, hey, sis, so what's so funny about this? And you tried to get cute talking about Wale mad I didn't um, respond to his... uh, He's salty that I didn't respond to his DMs or whatever, like his tweets from yesterday or whatever. Oh, girl. (laughs) And they wanted to play the victim because people were talking about her, her overdose or her addiction to heroin and stuff like that. Like that is, was all public knowledge the same way that 21 Savage and his current situation is public Mm -hmm. knowledge. You laugh at somebody going through some real shit. As funny as you think it is, Mm. this is a real fucked up situation that affects this person, his well-being and the well-being of his family. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so if true. you didn't want people laughing at that, <laughs> I mean, I bye. don't think don't come back. I really didn't think there was anything wrong with the meme that she was laughing at. Where the I meme thought was she funny. Went, where I thought she went wrong is that, like, as a public figure who is laughed at for things that are painful and like deeply affect you, I don't not understand why ago. you would do that. The rest of the celebrities are not on the internet kikiing over this man and and what's happening. They're not cracking up at these memes, girl. So why would you even put yourself in that position? I feel like coming back and being like, oh, so uh, you think that because I laughed at this, that like I don't like the victimhood of it and just being like, oh, th- that's not something to laugh at. To many people, the shit you're laughing at right now is mm-hmm. not something to laugh at. Right. So, girl... I just don't know where this energy was for the niggas who were making fun of 
um, this situation, like, it was plenty of black men making jokes about 21 Savage. And I didn't see Wale address, you know, D.L. Hughley or or Lil Duval or anybody else. So it was just kind of like, okay, I guess it's just this white girl. But the only person who I saw, like, again, the only response that I saw. Well, yeah, because this up. actually blew up, this whole Demi Lovato thing. And then she ended up, like, deleting her Twitter and being like, never going back. You guys are so mean. Which this niggas have always been mean. Are you new? <laughs> like, so. everybody on the internet is mean, girl. They're all a bitch. Bye. They all are. Won't miss you. <laughs> Sorry, sis. I don't know her like that. I like that Sorry Not Sorry song, though. I tell you that. She could go. Won't I like that a lot. Great voice. Beautiful voice. You had that song about lemons or whatever, I think, on Disney. That's I don't know nice. that one. Bye, sis. You I know. Baby, I'm sorry. You can keep that I'm shit, too. Sorry. You can put that shit in a trunk. I don't know. The bass thumps on, on that. I love sis. it. Good riddance. <laughs> That's this it. Ain't about, yeah, this ain't about Demi Lovato no damn way. It's just, it's really not. Like, this is about ice coming after niggas. Right. For speaking up there's, about there's the shit like a- that's going wrong in this country. There's such a bigger, bigger. Yes. Way bigger than Demi Lovato. So... That's it for this week in Hot Tops, Mighty Morphin Power Bottoms. We're going to take a break and then we'll come back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But... If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. 
Okay. So, letters from listeners. That's right. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Uh, a big thank you to everybody who sent in questions last week for the uh, mailbag episode. What a delight that was to go through all the many problems you all are going through. And we're going to dive right back in this week with Jamie. Oh, Jamie says, my husband and I have been married for eight and a half years. When we first started dating, he smoked cigarettes, and I described Yuck. myself as a social cigarette smoker. Okay. We got married. Okay. I got pregnant and quit smoking for the first year or so of our daughter's life. He attempted to quit while I was pregnant, but he couldn't kick it. Eventually, I picked up socially smoking again. How do you socially smoke cigarettes? Um, kind of like you only smoke when you drink, or you only smoke at like parties, that sort of thing. But you I've don't never smoke. even tried a cigarette before, but I guess I always assume like once you start, girl. I mean... When I first quit cigarettes, that was how I'd like tapered off to just smoking when I was like at the club or whatever with my friends and then eventually let it go all together. But yeah. So Jamie says, last summer I started CrossFit on my first day, bitch. When I tell you that I could not breathe, (laughs) I thought I was about to fucking die. My eyesight was clouded. The world was spinning and I was gasping for some precious oxygen. It was in that moment that I admitted to myself I wasn't a social smoker anymore and I was just a smoker. I smoked every day with my husband over morning coffee and evening cocktails. After I got home from CrossFit that day, I told my husband I was done smoking forever and I quit cold turkey. Haven't picked up a cigarette in eight months. Additionally, I've totally changed my eating habits. I only drink two or three times a month. I feel good. I look good. I've lost 45 pounds. I just ran my first 5K at 32 and I'm planning another one in March. My problem is my new healthy lifestyle has killed our sex life. I have zero interest in my husband sexually because of his choices. When he comes inside from smoking, sometimes I gag because the smell bothers me so much. Also, the amount he drinks is a turnoff, and watching him eat greasy processed food makes my stomach churn. He's naturally thin, (laughs) and we both did the same unhealthy things for the majority of our marriage. But I gained 100 pounds and got bad knees while he still weighs the same 150 he weighed (laughs) when we first started dating 10 years ago. You're You're pissed. He doesn't work out. He eats like shit. He comes home from work, eats fast food, then goes outside, sits on the patio, drinks beer, and smokes cigarettes. Oh, well, fuck this nigga. I'm sure his arteries are fucked. The point is that we haven't had sex since the day before I quit smoke. Wait. The point is we haven't had sex since the day before I quit smoking eight, eight months, months ago. ago. Holy God. <laughs> you know, I skim these letters when I pick them out. I totally missed that sentence. <laughs> Holy shit. Whoa. Okay. Eight months, girl? Okay. Sometimes we'll be sitting on the couch on opposite ends because, again, I can't stand that smell. And he'll ask to go down on me. And I'm like, ew, bitch, no, in my head because I look at his gum line and I don't want gingivitis on my pussy. All right. And Fury, before you ask. That's it. No, it did not bother me before because I don't think I noticed. But now that my gums are getting healthy, his raised gum line is all I see when he smiles. (laughs) We started dating when I was 22 and he was 28. We got married two years later, had our daughter a year after that. Can you not? (laughs) He's 38 now and the cigarettes have taken their toll on him. I still think he's handsome and I want to be intimate with him. Oh, no. But I like kissing and getting my titties sucked and my (laughs) pussy ate. And without that, I can't get turned on. When I tell him his habits and gingivitis are why I don't want to have sex with him, he just says, well, I guess we'll never have sex again. Work boots. I feel bad because even at my... I feel bad because even at my heaviest, he never batted an eye or made me feel like I wasn't the sexiest woman he's ever seen. Am I an asshole? Should I try to get over it? We live an otherwise happy life and used to have a healthy sex life until I started my journey. Thanks, Jamie. 
Mm. Well, sis. They said they have a daughter. They do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes things difficult. They had a baby when she was, I'm guessing, 25. So this little girl is probably six or seven now. You what? just described him in a way that sounds like somebody who is just altogether not very attractive. Mm-hmm. And that's aside from just the cigarette smoking. I see how the cigarette smoking is impacting certain other things. You know, his mm-hmm. smell, his gum line, um, other things. Your ability to want to be next to him. That. It's a big one. Um, But it also seems like he is standing firm in the fact that he wants to be bummy and uh, yeah, sucks for you. So it seems like, you know, <laughs> at that point, here's the thing. Y'all been married for a long time. Yeah. Y'all been married for a long time and you have uh, a kid together and stuff like that. So I would um, try to have the conversation again uh, and approach the idea of like therapy together, possibly get somebody else in, in involved in the conversation who can get y'all on the same page together. Because I think eight and a half years of marriage and a kid is not something to um, like dash away over something so... I don't want to say small, but it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, infidelity or violence or right. something horrible, yeah. you know, but like it should be something that you can uh, work through together. But I totally get not wanting to be even anywhere near the circumference of this nigga Same. because of that cigarette smell. I get mm-hmm. it. Like I totally get like <laughs> I can actually hear my rant about smells in my head from the smell and taste episode. Mm-hmm. So I know that I don't have to repeat it. Just know that smells are a lot for me. Same. And um, <laughs> so I just understand why you feel that way. But if it's not something that you can work through and it's not something um, that he has any interest in changing and it's affecting your intimacy to this level, eventually you're going to start thinking about going your separate ways. And yes, it's not just because of lack of sex. Again, it's always bigger than just mm-hmm. that because a you're less attracted to him because of his appearance and his smell, and he's expressed that he don't give a fuck about that. Right. So you're so far apart at this point. I would suggest that you just try to get somebody involved who can try to help you get closer together and your understanding and your physical space. And if that doesn't work, then you got to start considering maybe you're not being together. Mm-hmm. I totally agree that I think a therapist uh, is probably y'all's best option here. Uh, and I, I really see it from both sides. Like, I see it on his side. Like, look, I'm the same trash heap that yeah. I was when we got together. Don't know why you're trying to make me over now, girl. I love being garbage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat McDonald's and smoke cigarettes and drink beer every fucking day. Why it's are you bothering me about it, girl? Eight and a half years. Yeah. Why now, are you stressing me about this? Eight months <laughs> now, you want to be like, oh, you smell me. Right. Like, girl, please. But then I also... Oh, your gums are bleeding. I understand you being like, the smell of cigarette smoke turns my stomach. I want to vomit. I have dated people who smoke, even yes. after I smoked. And my rule was always, don't I'm come around me with that. If you, if you going to smoke, that is honestly your business. I can't control what you do. But you're not going to have smoke breath all up in my face, on my body. You're going to go brush your teeth 
at the minimum, if it's real bad, then you got to go shower and change clothes. The ends, like deal breaker. Because I hate no the discussion. smell. Right. It, it's gross. I don't like it. It's not even just about about sex. I could be watching TV. I don't want to smell cigarettes. Yes, period. Same. At all. And I used to get, oh, you smoke weed, nigga. Weed and cigarettes weed smell great. so different. <laughs> weed is practically potpourri. I love the smell of weed. That's an aphrodisiac. Like, period. <laughs> weed don't bother me at all. Not at all. You come in here wearing some weed cologne and I'll be fine. <laughs> cigarettes stink. You gotta go. They yeah. smell horrible. They do. So I agree. And there are people who think weed smells bad. And you know what you can do? Not date me. That's totally up to you. Nigga, if you were like, you always smell like weed and I hate that shit. Don't come around me with it. Okay, like that's how you feel. Cool. I respect that. <laughs> right. But I actually don't have no problem with that at all. Boop. Am I going to stop smoking weed for you? No. Certainly not. And I'm not telling you to stop smoking cigarettes for me. No. Nope. I'm telling you mm-hmm. to not smell like cigarettes around me. Yes. That's it. That's it. Take care of your business while you're not with me. I don't care if you come in the house and you want to kiss real quick. You're going to have to go brush them nasty teeth. The Take end. that jacket off. Wash your hands because I can smell it all over your fucking hands as well. Like, I don't want to smell them. I hate it. So I, don't I definitely, smell them. I I would not recommend just leaving him automatically. I don't know why y'all can't why y'all can't compromise. Why can't you say, hey, babe, like I would love to have sex. How about you just start gargling with this Listerine? Mm. Just saying it might help a little bit with just the gum the situation. It's possible. I, if he eats a bunch of trash and doesn't want to exercise, girl, I mean, oh, well, he just doesn't fucking want to. Yeah, I don't think there's anything you can do I, about that. Right. The but McDonald's the gingivitis and the cigarettes, you're just going to have to. Like, I feel like y'all <laughs> should be able to come to some sort of mutual ground where neither one of you is feeling like disrespected or. Yeah. Or, like, intimacy is being, you know, deprived in this relationship. I this think y'all can so work through this. Like, oh, well, in relationships <laughs> and then just, like, not fuck and be off and say, I don't know. Eight I'd months. much rather be single. Like, I'd much rather be single. Even if I was married, I feel like knowing myself, I don't care how long I've been married, it's not going to be months and months or even weeks of, like, we're clearly on opposite sides of, you know, like emotion or whatever. Right. We're not really, com- uh, we're not compatible at mm-hmm. the moment. We're not yeah. clicking the way that we used to. Like, I need to get to the bottom of that shit and figure things out or mm-hmm. I need to be out or you need to be out. Or I can't deal can with it. Maybe I can have sex like first thing in the morning before he's had a chance to smoke. Or but maybe... it sounds like it's, again, not just the cigarette. It sounds like she's turned off by several things. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's also the... I think she's just annoyed that he can eat whatever he wants and doesn't gain weight. Well, you don't have to get right. over that. I was about to say, my knee is bad and you can have all the <laughs> You're just going to have to be mad about that. <laughs> 17 Sorry, goddamn sliders. A lot of women are mad because their husbands never gain weight and all they got to do is look at a Coca-Cola and it's like an instant 10 pounds. I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would be pissed too. It's just the way things go, but... Fuck you and your the, metabolism. The gum line issue and the cigarette issue I'm totally yeah. with you on that. And Bloody gums like, are a problem. Yeah. Yep. 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 And if he's not willing to swish around some Listerine, God damn. Twice I mean, a day. You That's ought to be it. worried about gingivitis for you. <laughs> it shouldn't even have to be about me. Plus breath. So that's even outside of smoking. Oh, gingerbread. Bre- oh no, gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> gingerbread. Ginger on top of tobacco breath. Oh hell no. 
<laughs> you like you let his ass in the house. Talkspace.com or, you know, hopefully therapy is provided through your job, his you job, somebody's whatever job. Whatever it is. Y'all need to, y'all somebody. need a qualified professional to help y'all get. I feel like you can get over this hump, but it's going to take some work. There's probably a good old grandma on one side or the other that's probably willing to be a mediator that y'all trust. I don't know about a grandma. Maybe an auntie. You got to be careful with that because be, depending on. <laughs> they'll be aggressively honest. Right. And I feel like whose Annie is not going to be like, boy, if you don't get in there and brush your goddamn teeth, what is wrong with you? All the this woman has done for you. Carried your goddamn child. Look at that goddamn beautiful baby. And all she... Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a a, a trained professional. Right, exactly. An educated, yeah. Okay. Uh, Good luck to you. Uh, I feel like y'all can... I feel like y'all can handle this. All right. Next question. for him, though. This is always a safe place. Y'all always you can do come that. And drag y'all be like, Whoo! let me tell you about my husband. Clack, 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 clack. Y'all Last get it all week, out. <laughs> Pickles was dragging that yes. nigga for playing games. The Haitian nigga. Oh, he's staying. He got a fupa. He got His hooked dress smell bad. <laughs> I, like, We're like, girl, what? Thrush. I just hate him. <laughs> girl, got a yeast fuck. infection. I don't know what to do. Oh. All right. Moesha says, I'm in my late 20s. I live in New England. I moved here from New York for grad school two and a half years ago, and I have had great career success. I met an older man who is 50 at my internship my first year in the city. We bonded over being black in a predominantly white space, and both of us are Jamaican. He's very distinguished and youthful, but I've never had romantic feelings for him. At first, I didn't entertain his offers to go hang out to go hang out outside of work but after finishing my first year of grad school with a 4.0 he took me out to celebrate we went to one of the fanciest bars in the city and as a kid who grew up in a working class immigrant household going to the plaza for dinner and drinks was an event Mm. after a few drinks and lots of laughter he confessed that he really liked me and wanted to reserve a room for us but I immediately shut it down and told him we could stop being friends if he expected intimacy and he accepted that Fast forward to current times, he and I are pretty much best friends. After several deep conversations about boundaries and expectations, he understands that we will never have a sexual relationship. Our friendship has grown stronger. He gives me money and gifts. We have dined at some of the best restaurants in the city, and I've introduced him to people in my inner circle. We talk about going on vacation together and have finally booked a weekend trip to Cali for the end of the month. But this is the tester trip before we go abroad. The biggest issue... The biggest issue is keeping my weekend getaway away from my old school Jamaican mother. They have met each other, but I introduced him as my work husband slash BFF, but she is still skeptical. She usually lets me live my life, but it comes with a long speech and judgment. We FaceTime daily, and I know she will have a lot to say about me traveling with him, even if we stay in separate rooms. Should I tell my mom about the trip or should I do my best to hide it? I'm thinking about telling her my phone is broken while I'm away to avoid our daily calls. Please help a girl just trying to live her best life on someone else's dime, <coughs> Moesha. Love you lots. Moesha. Yeah. Um, I was trying to do it while you could fit, like, I was going to do the diary music oh. while you start. <laughs> we can't Dear do Moesha. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I just you're lying to yourself, girl. Yeah. In a few different ways. Yeah. You really are. Yeah. You're playing with yourself and this man. Very much so. Yeah. I don't even understand why this is a question. Like, why does mom Well, she says the the subject says going on vacay with my sugar daddy. How do I hide it from my Jamaican mother? But, but 
I feel like there's a much bigger issue in this email. Oh, well, for sure. <laughs> but I'm just seeing is how, how does mom... Well, her mother's judgmental and would pass judgment on her going so on a trip with a man. Don't tell her? Well, that's what she's saying. Should I just, like, pretend that my phone is broken and that's why I can't FaceTime with her? Or, like, what should I do to keep my mother from... How do I hide I don't know her? if I'm just missing a piece because that happens to me a lot. It? But it seems almost to me, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems almost to me like you're using your mama as a way to like buffer this decision because you know you shouldn't be doing it mm. damn I think you does that make sense I think you might have hit on like you acting like oh well you know well, I don't want to talk to my mama about it but it's like I feel like deep down you know that this is some bullshit girl this is a bullshit situation you've put yourself into you are really lying to yourself if you think this man does not expect any sort of sexual intimacy from you ever for any at at any point. I never had a sugar daddy, unfortunately. Lord knows I've tried. But <laughs> not I'm not closed off to having one either. If the well, universe wants to bring one my way. But um I've heard of of people who have sugar daddies or whatever you want to call them before who don't have like sexual uh <sighs> sexual relationships with them or whatever mm-hmm. like but i've only ever heard those things and again that doesn't have anything to do with you specifically so i'm not saying that he would expect it or wouldn't or whatever it just again seems to me like you aren't all the way decided or are comfortable with this situation and you're using like your mom being judgmental as a way to be like well what should i do like if right. you want to go, then go, girl, and just don't tell her. Like, many of us have done with our parents and not involving them in things that ain't their business. But Right. Yeah, I would, if you felt secure about it, then I would just go and that would be that. And it wouldn't be, like, whatever lie I came up with it would just be whatever lie or, you know, whatever. It wouldn't be such an, an issue. But I think... <laughs> Like Kid Fury said, part of your problem is that you know something about this situation ain't curling over all the way, and yet you want to act like this is about your mama. But I'm reading this, and you talking about how this man is. You're in your late 20s. He was 50 when y'all met, so he's got at least 20 years on. You're probably closer to 25. And that at first he was like always trying to get you to hang out outside of work and all this and that you never really agreed until you finished your first year of grad school like like this was the point where you were like okay never mind we can go and then he took you out for drinks at the plaza and you were like well the plaza (laughs) he got money and you got excited off of having dinner and drinks somewhere that was fancy to you and now you're talking about y'all are best friends and that he understands you'll never have a sexual relationship. But friendship is not based on one person giving the other money and gifts. It's not about friendship is not based on one person providing like fancy dinners and exotic cocktails and vacations for y'all to go. Because I'm certain you're not paying for the hotel, the flights, the anything to do with this entire situation. This is not a friendship. This is a a relationship that is based on what this man is giving to you. And I just, I know that there are people who say that they are sugar babies and they don't have sex, but I honestly think most of them are lying. And I think eventually this man is absolutely going to try to get some pussy from you. May not be in California, 
But at some point, I really believe it because you have already said that you tried to like establish boundaries and he kept asking and then you broke down and agreed to do it. So it wasn't like you let him take you out to celebrate your 4.0 and then y'all never went out again. You you agreed to it once and then you kept agreeing to it because you like it. Yeah. And I just think that if the nigga starts doing even more lavish shit for you, first class you know, tickets overseas and luxury hotels in Paris and all this, girl. I'm just saying you have broken down before. <laughs> you certainly wouldn't be the first nigga to go from, oh, not no, at all. I just, you know, not at just want to have a good time. And, yeah. you know, we friends to, you may not have paid for all this goddamn shit and the least you could do is just suck on my balls. And I don't even care if he gets mad. I really don't. I'm thinking about you and the, the fact that you seem to be lying to yourself about the true nature of this. Lord you talking you about on no trip nowhere with this nigga. He and or, I are pretty much best friends best friends have a reciprocal relationship but this isn't this isn't that you are you are truly deluding yourself about what is going on we cuss you out when you pay for the bill at restaurants (laughs) true real friends will be like bitch can you fucking stop Every single time, Chris, we can't go nowhere without your Literally black ass. Put your utensils down. <laughs> you drop your silverware. I'm like, ooh, I'm full. <laughs> like, where's the bill? Oh, it's been paid. This fucking bitch. Every time. Oh, right. But it's not like I don't. It's not like I pick one friend. Like I'm not just like, oh, well, okay, then no, this is gross. No, I'm not even remotely. <laughs> this is weird. But like, if it was Jade or something, I wouldn't be like. I mean, you know, just let me trick on you a little bit. Like, let me take you shopping. Let me do stuff for you that your man ain't gonna do or whatever. Like that is not a friendship anymore. That is me. I won't say he's preying on you because you're grown and you made the decisions that you made as an adult. But he's older and he has more money and he's more established and you are falling for that. Absolutely. And I think if you're going to go to Cali with this man, even if you do get separate rooms or whatever else, I think you just need to stop lying to yourself about the true nature of this relationship. I would start there at least. Yeah. I think you at least have to do that. Your mama, I feel like you threw your mama. Your mama has almost no relevance to the story as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) You need to talk to yourself, sis. You need to sit down and be like, you're afraid your mama go hip you to the truth that you know already and don't want to hear. Yeah. Who is, yes. Who is this man? And why is he taking you on trip? when y'all don't have a relationship I mean there we go did you ask yourself that yes why would he pay for you to go to California for a weekend trip with no relationship between the two of you why would he do that that's creepy it don't make no sense girl do not like it's because he's laying the foundation to be able to have what he wants eventually absolutely just like dinner and drinks has turned into trips Trips is going to turn into, I don't know what else, but I see and fucking And if he really wants you like that, of course he's going to be like, yeah, like, we're just friends, like totes. Of course, absolutely. He's going to go along with whatever you say. To keep access yes, to you. exactly. Until he pulls the rug out from underneath your ass and has been like, oh, I took you to California. We went to Nobu and we did this. And <laughs> blah, 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 blah. How dare you, girl? I spent $857.39 at dinner at Nobu. And I don't even get a slice of a pussy for that. Not even a little bit of pussy. I say leave that nigga alone. But if you don't and you do decide to get, go to California, I'm not giving you no advice on how to, you know, I think your mama should know because she's going to tell you the same ass truth that we're trying to tell you right oh, now. Oh, probably so. You know. Yeah. All right. Good luck to you, uh, Moesha. But yeah, going to have to stop. All right. The last. So for this last question, we have two women who are dealing with a bay going to... <clears throat> we have a woman you can choose a woman mm-hmm. whose man is either about to go to prison 
or a woman who discovered some prison-like activity in her man's past. Mm. Whoever you don't pick, I'll just do it next week. Oh, okay, cool. So then I would like to hear more about the discovery. Because that first one is like, ooh, what's he going to prison for? Mm, Not that, okay. I mean, I'm, oh, what's he going to prison for? <laughs> And by this one, yeah, let's, what's this? All right. So this comes from Monet, who says, I'm a 26-year-old newly licensed attorney who does not have much luck in the dating world. Seven months ago, I decided to take my chances dating this 36-year-old man who I would often converse with in the gym and who lives in my apartment complex. complex. I should have heeded the red flags when he explained on our first date that he had been married twice, has four baby mamas, five kids, and was framed for arson. <laughs> Whoa, okay, hold on. Wow, shit. What? That was all one sentence. (laughs) Run that last part back again. I should have heeded the red flags when he explained on our first date that he has been married twice, has four baby mothers, five children, and was framed for arson. You should have. That was a lot of flags that he threw right in your face. It was all the flags. (laughs) I mean, I'm counting at least 12 flags. You just won, like, Double Dare. (laughs) (laughs) You yes. collect all You're going the right to the physical challenge. Wow. <laughs> oh, girl. And you kept, okay, what, all right. However, I ignored all the flags. Okay. Based on my desperation for companionship. Damn, niggas get away with everything. And the fact that he is so damn fine. Fuck! We eventually had sex, which was amazing. And as you can imagine. Of course it is. It's I a got hooked do. on the D. Girl, Jesus. He has Four baby mamas. That's not even of the course. worst. That is not the even the dick is good. Not even touching the worst of this. I recently discovered that this man has been arrested eight times before on domestic abuse charges, ranging good from the years Jehovah. 2011 to 2017. Wait, eight arrests in six years. Okay. I asked him about these charges, and he claims that an ex-girlfriend lied on him, and he's never put hands on a woman, but I don't believe him. From my experience, abusers don't just stop abuse unless they've sought mental health care. Agreed. I want to end things with him, but now I've discovered I'm pregnant with my first child and his six. He has never hit me or showed any signs of aggression towards me. My emotions are high right now, and I am not sure what to do. Should I take my chance with continuing this relationship in the hopes that he doesn't ever hit me or should I call it quits and try to co-parent with him any advice would be greatly appreciated thanks Monet sis she's 26 he's 36 of course this nigga is fucking Jesus what the book oh um girl so wait 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 eight arrests from 2011 to 17 Mm mm-hmm did she say what the charges were or did she just jump well, into the abuse Well, she part? said that the abuse ranged from biting, dragging a woman downstairs, punching, and body slamming. One woman? That I left that out. Uh, I guess so. Since she asked me about the charges and he says that the ex-girlfriend lied on him. So but, Eight times? Like, so she lied on you eight times and you stayed with her every time? Because all you got to do is lie on me once and get me in trouble with the law for me to break up with you and never speak to you again. So if so, something about this ain't curling all the way over, and I think you understand that. Like that don't make no sense. That it just don't. It don't make sense. If if it's one woman or if it's multiple women, that excuse just won't fly. That dog won't hunt. Um, you're right. You definitely should have heeded the red flags. I you, mean, right. I mean, and as here. an attorney, as an attorney, you're an you're an attorney. I forgot that part. Shit. You're an attorney. I can't believe you didn't run a background check on this nigga before you slept with him. 
But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. At this point, you definitely know what you should have done. But yeah. in the present reality, you're pregnant and this is what you're dealing with. Yep. I, you didn't... Sixth kid. You didn't mention whether you told him that you're pregnant. Uh, uh, God damn. Should I continue this relationship in the hopes that it doesn't turn physical or should I call it quits and try to co-parent? I, mean, I you think you should call it regardless. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I guess. I think you have so many reasons to leave this relationship other than the possibility of being hit. To be yeah. honest, the possibility of being hit exists regardless of somebody's past. Yeah. But oh, oh, this nigga's record does not make it any easier to be like, just have faith <laughs> because married twice for baby mom is like there's so much here that is spelling out to me. I mean, he's 36 years old, which means the likelihood that he's going to change decreases with every year that passes. And his last arrest was two years ago. That's not very long ago. 2017 well, not really was not two years ago. Right, depending on when it happened. Right. That's not even two whole years ago. So, and they just met seven months ago. You really got swept up and overtaken by the, the dick girl. Yeah. I would not, I would not stick around. Me no. personally, I wouldn't stick around. Um, Honestly, me personally would. You may not want to hear this, but I would probably terminate the pregnancy in, in I wasn't this relationship. Going to. I mean, I'm not suggesting that you do it because that's very personal. But God damn, this is just too much. This ne- this is too much. Like you're 26 years old and you got to take on all of this, and that is a six baby girl. You know how many different ways they're gonna divide that child support if he works. Doesn't sound like a worker, but. You know how I many mean, pieces of that pie gonna get snatched up before your baby gets his child support? Geez. Not telling you what to do. It's going to be hard either way. You got a long road to hoe ahead of you, but to hoe like farming, not hoe like yeah, hoe. And I had um, to clarify yeah. him country. No, you and do. I feel like you somebody was gonna be like, yeah, no, 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 no. What do you mean? Now is not the time for selling pussy. <laughs> but I mean, it might be shit. I don't. I feel like wh- all right. Whatever so... decision you make. You have to believe in your own strength and ability to to get past it, regardless of how this nigga is going to react. For the um, sake of argument, I'm pro-choice uh, and believe you Same. should do whatever it is that you feel um, comfortable with because it's your body. Yep, and you're um, a baby. And you're a baby. Assuming that you decide to have this child... Um, Oof, I would um definitely not be looking to continue the relationship with this with this brother because first of all, aside from you finding out about all of these arrests and the circumstances around them, um you kind of had all of the reason to turn around from the yeah. beginning. You know, you could have like you could use Girl. all of the information that you had from before as plenty of reason to be like, mm, I don't want to be with you. Yeah. You know I what mean, I'm saying? And he, at least he was upfront. Told you like on the first date. Hey, girl, you know? this is everything that's wrong. And he could easily be like, oh, but you knew that shit when you, when, when we was together before and you fucked me anyway and now we got a baby together. Da, da, da. Yeah, all of that's true. But, you know, mm-hmm. today is a new day. Seven months later, I'm just feeling a lot more clarity. And, you know, <laughs> Not you're really horny anymore. <laughs> to come see Javaris. When I, I don't know why I picked that as the name. I don't know. I don't, it's fine. You know, Whoever. It's the first name we came Come see Little Timothy. Whenever it is that you want, but... 
this ain't going to work out between us. Because honestly, even if he doesn't get physical with you, God forbid he ever did, right? It sounds yes, like there's God a forbid. whole bunch of other shit that could be leading itself right down the same path anyway. One of the other baby mamas, child support not being paid, him going back to prison. It seems like the odds are kind of stacked up against you, Mm -hmm. even outside of domestic uh, violence or abuse. But yeah, I would not stay with this this nigga, baby or no baby. I think you were right, though, about the fact that a lot of people don't ever heal from the things that drive them to unhealthy behaviors until they go through therapy and maybe you can s- suggest that y'all have only known each other seven months right, so this is and it's like it's 36. this is a complicated situation altogether. but i just want you to feel <sighs> god damn as heavy and healthy and safe yes, as yes, you can as in you this can. situation yes. and i think empowered is another good word um, you know what I'm saying? And from here on out, no shade, but like, you're good. Trust it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you knew that you had all these red flags and you thought he was cute. You fucked him anyway. And now you're in a situation that's probably stressing you out a little bit and you don't know what to do or whatever. Yeah. You kind of have, you have a beautiful baby that could be a president and make the world a better day, a sure. better place one day. You know what I'm saying? All of that is that. But this nigga don't sound like he plan on being shit anytime soon. And you still, again, baby or no baby, have the power to separate yourself from him and still raise a happy, healthy kid. Yeah. That's what I would do because it sounds like this nigga ain't shit. At this stage in my life, I would be like, yes, free pregnancy. And <laughs> never tell that nigga and run away. Right. <laughs> and raise my baby by myself. That's hard. But you can't listen to me because I am truly awful. (laughs) And not 26. And not, you know, I am 36 like this nigga is. So, I... I mean, he's 10... Girl, I I don't even want to go back down all the different ways where you should have been like, ooh, this ain't a good idea. Because you surely know that by now. And it's not helping anything to rehash all that. But good luck in making your decision. Of course, we pray that you stay safe. And if this nigga ever lay a finger on you, please don't look back when you leave his ass. (sighs) And I think... Don't look back when you see the bloodied corpse on the ground. Woo! Okay. Hop into your four wheels. You better bash that nigga head open and thank on heaven later. I mean, it's right there in the book. Just saying. All right. That's going to wrap up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktherita at gmail.com. We'll be right back. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, so we're back. It is now finally time for the read. It is. So I'm just going to start because I don't really have that much. Um, There's so many people who could be cussed out this week, though. So... My, my God. Word <laughs> on high. It's really bad. Like every which way. Oh my I just God. don't, I don't, I, I don't know. This like, governor in Virginia who won't step down. What? You didn't hear about, about the this. governor in Virginia who, his blackface pictures from his yearbook popped up. What? Yeah. In whole ass 1984. 
posing in blackface in his yearbook photos like in you know how people have like a page mm-hmm. where you could put up like personal pictures and all and they that. put it in the yearbook yeah and he got on tv and was like yeah it was me and the next day he was like well i'm not totally sure it was me but i know i did blackface before for a michael jackson costume oh you're making it so much better <laughs> it's like why won't you <laughs> oh this is great it's just, but no it was, he's just one of so many people yeah, who could be cussed out absolutely so yes Okay, so for me, first of all, I want to say in terms of uh, Jesse sending him light, positivity, brother, you're always so warm, you're always so kind, and I just hope that you feel that same level of, like, warmth and kindness and love being uh, sent right back your way. That, for me, was so... I didn't... I, I really couldn't even put into words how I felt that day besides... God, this planet is fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. this world is so it's fucked. It's really bad. And again, like, knowing he's safe, knowing that he's, like, a strong person in a fighter and all of that stuff, like, puts some solace in the situation or whatever. But the, again, like, the way that a lot of people have treated the story or, like, approached it mm-hmm. has been, again, disheartening, disappointing, frustrating, and all of the things that can continuously happen when yes. this sort of these sort of stories come out. Like, to me, this should have been something that pissed off way more people than um, seemed to be pissed off. But, you know, I... Um, well, you know, when something happens to a black gay, then it's pretty much only black gays who are going to be right. It's out the us. window. You know, Might a couple a of few, black women... A few... Not too many. Not all. And we'll get there. Trust. Yeah. We'll get there. But, um, you know, it's just another update in how people feel about mm-hmm. people. Nobody really gives a fuck about anybody. Community's not a real thing. The world's on fire. Yep. Um, so, love to him. And that's pretty much just how I feel about that situation at this point. Um, and as usual, I can't stand so many of you ignorant ass, stupid ass, dumb ass niggas. And if it were future, you niggas would have had a telephone and a fucking, say fucking, it, <laughs> like sit-ins. All kinds of campaigns would have been when going forward. So I don't even, but okay. Sure. Well, maybe, or maybe you would have blamed him for not fighting back the same way y'all blamed Terry Crews for not punching that white man. Maybe y'all would have been like, if somebody screamed yeah. MAGA at me, I would beat their ass. If the MAGA niggas had grabbed his dick, because that's soft gay faggot oh, shit. Oh, God. See how it all comes back to, you know what? Never mind. Please continue. Person that I'm going to read this week is Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson um, is currently promoting uh, his new film, Cold Pursuit, which I actually wanted to see, although it looks basically like Taken on Ice. But I was going to go watch it anyway. Now I'm not. (laughs) Taken on Ice? Basically, um, he... (laughs) During the interview for the film, I think with The Independent, he told a story. So the movie, I guess, is about like this guy whose son is murdered. Okay. And then him like going on this revenge plot to, you know, kill the gangster or drug lord or whoever. Okay. Murdered his kid. Got it. So he's talking about like revenge and like primal rage and for whatever reason tells this story about how 40 years ago when a close uh, friend of his was raped, how uh, he went on a hunt to murder a random black person. So he says this close woman who he didn't want to name or identify for her privacy or whatever. It was a close friend of his. And he uh, she told him that he that she had been raped 
And he asked her if she knew who it was. She said no. He asked, he asked the person's race, and she said it was a black person. Then he said he grabbed a kosh, which I learned is like a UK baton, like a like a crowbar, a, a type. club, if you will. Yeah. And went around, like walking around the neighborhood for a week, hoping that a black bastard, his words, <laughs> would like start some trouble with him so that he could kill them. Right. So he, in the interview, acknowledged this as being, let me, I want to make sure I use the right words. I can't say if he said awful or horrible. It doesn't really matter, but he said that it was horrible. Um, I never saw him use the word racist, but he just, he, he acknowledged it as being this horrible, horrible thing. And he said, I've never admitted that. And I'm saying it to a journalist, God forbid. Yeah. Yeah. And then they sort of like what the fuck? segue in the most awkward way because the, the interviewer is to like, do with that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it's like they fully realize, oh, this is about this to be a different is, yeah, interview now. And like the interviewer went and did all of this research and talked to several people. And of course, now the whole piece is like surrounding yeah. that statement right. and the story that you just told in attempt to like promote the film. So I could spend all of this time talking about all of the ways that that is racist, about all of the ways that that is horrible, about all of the times that white women have accused black people, black men of of, of raping them, of all of the black men who have been imprisoned okay. or have been murdered wrongly for some random story that someone has told. And it's not to say that whoever this woman was wasn't actually raped, wasn't actually raped by a black person, but you recognize absolutely why this is wrong and why yeah. it's horrible. And I feel yeah. like it would just be a waste of time for me to go down a long list of why all of these things are racist especially since you know that you didn't want to describe it as racist in fact you ran to good morning america the very next day of course to say that you are not racist and that this was 40 years ago and that you hope that it could be you know an opportunity to have a conversation and talk about things so this is what leads me to my actual problem with liam neeson Lord right God. because yes it was 40 years ago and let's say that in 40 years you have learned you know from your days in ireland to now being this huge actor all of the ways that that is heinous and horrible and things like that the reason that this is so disgusting to me is the the time and place like, you're talking about how you almost and very well could. You were walking by pubs looking for any black person who was drunk enough to, like, see you walking around and say something wrong to you or anything that you didn't like, basically, so you could beat them to death. Right. And you're using it as a way to promote your movie? Like, you acknowledge this after getting dragged, after being called yes. racist. Yes. Now you're saying that you hope that this could be, you know... Uh, a, a, a talking point. You hope that this could be something that people can have a conversation uh, about or around and can grow from it and so on. All of the times, all of the times we Blacks have marched, have rallied, even your own peers in Hollywood have sat next to you, behind you, in front oh, of you, across from you, and talked about these things. In none of those... You could have, on your own volition, told this same story and used it at a time in a place that was about race 
Mm-hmm. You could have gone to the side of many of your peers or plenty of people, of black people in this country and your country and wherever else, and use that as a moment to be like, this is something that I did. This is how I participated in racism and in ignorance. And this is something that I'm ashamed of. And I want to talk to people who look like me, people who, you know, like young white people, young Irish men and women yeah. and blah, 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 about this sort of thing. Because I know that I'm not the only person 40 years ago or today ago that <laughs> yes. behaves this way. Yes. Yes. You didn't use it in a way to to enact change. And I don't even really think that you thought about using it in a way to enact change until people were telling you how horrible and wrong and disgusting that was. You were using it in a way, again, to promote this movie. Mm-hmm. And that to me is really fucking gross. And I heard that like they're already shutting down red carpets and interviews oh, and yeah, all that Premier stuff. Oh yeah, got shut down. I was like, "Damn, I know the studio is I know they pissed. are. <laughs> I know they pissed. are right, nigga." Pissed. Producers, director, co-stars, everybody has got to be so fucking mad. Like, nigga, you either could have done real, like, good Mm -hmm. with this story, or you could have kept this shit to yourself. Yeah. Because I don't want to hear anything about not being racist. It's it's countless numbers of black people who have died because a white man went out looking for trouble. I don't want to hear anything about not racist. This... So I don't really know what movement it is that you thought that you were trying to start here or what it was. Like, if you actually listen to the audio of the interview, they sound like the the interviewers, the people who are like listening to him sound so like taken aback <laughs> right. after he's done. Of course. Almost like, where do we go from here? So nobody really seems to know what it is that you were trying to like come across with in this story or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But you could have either kept it to yourself or you could have used in the many moments where black people could have used the aid of an influential white person to tell this story and use it to do some fucking good. Because once again, as I've said, black people cannot be the only ones to make change as far as civil rights, race, equality, or any of that stuff is concerned. It has to be more of y'all, especially straight white male motherfuckers, to stand up and be like, this is wrong and this is how I know that it's fucking wrong. That's why a lot of people, aside from this, a lot of people were like upset with Kevin Hart for saying, uh, like for sending love to to Jesse Smollett. And I was like, I would have been more pissed if he didn't say anything because you just sat on there on that show with Ellen DeGeneres's white ass talking about how you've learned so much and you're not the same person that you were 10 years ago and stuff like that so show like I want to see that you know what I'm saying and this could have just been your PR person being like bitch if you don't use your your 280 characters bitch (laughs) like it could have been that but I'll take it I would rather it be that than not saying anything after the shit that we just dealt with your actions are what matter yeah, actually, or, like Ellen tweeting talking about four years ago, Jesse Smollett came out on my show. Hope he's doing great. You still made this whole event about you, though, girl. <laughs> like, girl, I have so much respect for Ellen, but I don't know what she's doing with this. Same. I don't know what she's doing. I still Couldn't have love said it her better. show, but I don't get this at Couldn't all. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> so. I say all that to say, like, there's a time and there's a place for everything. I'm fully for motherfuckers being like, you know what? I used to be garbage. And I would like, yes. not only do I feel like I'm not garbage anymore, I would like to continue to not be garbage. And I would like to inspire anybody that looks up to me to learn from my bullshit. Yes. Like, I just think that that's okay. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But you being like, oh, let me tell you this on time I tried to kill a black bastard because somebody for a reason that right so you were just gonna kill any black man not even the one who did this I honestly would not have been mad if he was like and so I went to that motherfucker's house 
and said, so you raped my right. sister, cousin, friend, whatever. Like, so if now I have to beat your face said, in. It was that nigga who lives on Temple Road <laughs> over there by bop, 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 bop. There are still authorities yes. that can be called to handle those types of things. But like, it's one thing if she was like, yeah, it's the nigga who lives across the street from us. And you and your impulsive rage at that point went to go and fight that one entire motherfucker. And that's not even okay. But that's completely different. And I feel like the understanding in that would be different than you just being like, well, I'm just going to go. First of all, again, you asked her, what is this person's race? Right. Not what do they look like? What were they wear? Not anything else. You wanted to know what their race was so that you could just go and kill. So that you would feel justified in killing a black man. And you knew as a white man, you could get away with it. Boop. That's why you were looking for somebody to start something with you. You were probably walking around being extremely aggressive, just hoping somebody Carrying the bait. a weapon out like... Yeah. And he said he did this every day for a week. So it was like you were waiting for anybody, yeah. a black person, yep. to be like, hey, what's what's with the club, dude? <laughs> so or you to could just start try with some you shit. in any way. Like, you wanted it to happen. Meanwhile, I don't know what Northern Ireland blacks were like 40 years ago, but many of the blacks that I know 40 years ago and today ain't about to just see no white person walking around with no baton and asking questions. No. We're leaving. Yeah. So many black bastards probably didn't say anything to you. And praise God. They could, praise God. Because they could already tell, oh, white person with a weapon? None nope, for me, thanks. No, thanks. Nope, seen this movie before. And I've seen Taken three times. I have never so seen it. So you can keep that shit as well as this movie. What is all of these actors just saying all kinds of controversy? Right when shit, their movie's right coming out. Right when their movie's coming out. <laughs> I don't know. Girl. I don't think I've ever seen a Liam Neeson movie. That I've man could walk in here right now and would not know who he is. Really? Yeah. I don't know white culture like that. But I just, this I like story blew my mind because it was just like... As so many people have already said, if she was like, uh, no, he had kind of like sandy blonde hair, greenish blue eyes. He's about five, eight, you know, medium build. You would not have went around looking for every Swedish prince that fits. Because they asked him that on GMA. They were like, if she would have asked, if she, if she would have told you it was a white person, would you have done the same thing? And he was like, of course, if it was, if it was. You were fucking lie because all you got to do is step outside and a, see a white. Exactly. <laughs> you were fucking lie. So you mean the first white man who would have said something to you would have just beat their head in? You were fucking you're a liar in two halves. <laughs> Fucking lie. <laughs> this bullshit. I'm so tired. Like, I can't. So, I don't know. Like, when I heard about this, when I read the headline, I was like, I know he must have been sitting betwixt Ava and, like, you know, maybe maybe Oprah was there. You know, maybe Viola Davis. Oh, Lord. I don't know who the, like, he had to, maybe he was on a panel about equality and he was just so ashamed. No. No. Nope, he pulled this white. story he could have kept out of his natural white ass yep. to <laughs> promote this movie that. that God only knows who's about to go. I mean, well, white people still gonna go see it because they don't care. Right, but. no. I mean, he won't face any real repercussions for this. He, it's not like he actually did it, which I guess people think he deserves credit for. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> anybody not really girl like he had the full intention it's not his it's not because of him that this didn't happen well god damn what are you black swan the man didn't kill anyone. it's almost like we want to be free to walk the streets and talk to people in this world without thinking hey this white man is on a vendetta and hates blacks and is gonna kill the first one that speaks to him nigga what <sighs> and uh besides that for y'all who go to the gym if you go use a locker get a lot like, why do y'all keep putting your stuff in, in locks without 
locks on them. Like, is that a thing in the women's room too? Well, the gym I go to now has locks built into the lockers. And you need to switch and come over here and quit playing. I've, I keep telling I've you. I have switched to Equinox. Have you? Not all of them have lockers. Oh, locks. no, they don't. Oh, but white people do not expect anybody to take their things. So they just... I guess at Equinox too, especially. Yeah. I've seen a couple of the girls at they don't uh, care. other gyms do that as well. But like, I went to Equinox, I swear, like maybe three, four days ago. And there was like a series of, it had to be like six locks. No. And again, it's not lockerless. So anybody could just open this and take their things and wow. leave with coat, bag, cellular, <laughs> phone, everything just perched in there. First of all, it's irksome because I want someplace to put my things with my actual locking yeah, device. Right. And now I have to go like, it was just, I don't know why I'll do that. It's weird. Yeah. It's strange. Plus at Equinox, at least at the one that I went to, you can literally go and ask somebody for a lock. Yeah. They they are oh, I mean that fucking I almost called it a club. It looks like a club. I mean, it might Equinox as well be. has a fucking coat check. Of course they have locks. <laughs> Just go ask. Nigga, they have a coat check. Why people nigga. don't worry about that because I like I would not rest if I had left my things in the locker room without a lock. I would, I would not I wouldn't be able to go peacefully no. enjoy my workout. <laughs> but white people know nothing will happen to them. They know it. We could actually sit here and talk about white people's behavior at the gym all day. We really could. Because white girls love walking around that bitch like they are at home. Okay? Titties out. And I get in the locker room. Yeah, titty out. Who cares? Pussy hairs. Who cares? But what I don't understand is you bitches walking around the whole ass gym with no shoes on. That's gross. It's disgusting. That is gross. And then you walk right through this locker room, which is also filthy, into them showers where God only knows what you are picking up. And I know y'all not washing the bottom of your fucking feet. My nigga I'd on so, earth. I'd be so grossed out. Gross. I want to throw Gross. up. Gross. I want to puke like, every time. And I don't give a fuck how much eucalyptus that goddamn gym <laughs> smell like. It ain't clean enough for me it's to not. take a shower without these slides on, it's bitch. Not. I'm not doing it. And Equinox is very clean. But it's not clean enough for me to walk around there with no fucking And the men's on. locker room? Ooh. Oh, no. Oh my God. I just feel like I would step in. How do you know it's just not nut lurking around every corner? You are t- first of all, there is. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of many secretions. Gross. But like, girl, <laughs> ugh, so I'm not putting my bare foot on nothing. Child. And that, ugh, yuck. Oh, no. Every day I watch Rebecca and them walk right from hot yoga. With no fucking shoes on all over the gun. Sometimes they take their shoes off in the middle of a workout and just keep working out with just socks on or just bare feet on. And I'd be like, yo, we built different. I have done squats and socks before. But that's because like if they're like, if the, sometimes I have the wrong shoes on. Yes, you need. Like a flat. Yes. Sometimes like I will work out, like I have shoes that are for when I'm going to be doing weightlifting versus when I'm going to be doing cardio because it matters. Yes, it definitely does. However... You bitches and them nasty toes. And you just to be First all, of all over the gym with them. Again, my socks are on my feet and I'm in place. <laughs> and as soon as my workout is done, so I put out. my shoes back on. Ugh, and right. again, that's only because I fucked up and didn't have the right shoes on. <laughs> okay. Yuck. Well, for my read this week, I'm going to talk about someone named Jess Hilarious. If you haven't heard of her. <sighs> let me strap in because I don't even know what happened. <laughs> um, I guess she's big on the shade room. Um, She's very active on there. I think, yeah, and I don't follow the shade room, so I guess I don't really keep up with too much of what Jess Hilarious has going on. She's on rail. Yes, she is on rail. Um, and I'm trying to think. 
she has like five million Instagram followers, so I'm sure she does something. Maybe she's on Wild Now. I don't know. She's done a lot of stuff, yes. Okay, great. Well, so Jess Hilarious is in the social media news this week because she left a comment on Instagram in response to somebody else who this person's name is at official Taylor Gray wrote on her Instagram, not the shade rooms. Imagine having to comment on the shade room 24 seven to keep the lights on. So wait. I guess just hilarious is in the comment section of every post on the shade. Wait, room. Wait, 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 she left that comment on Jess's page or vice versa. Well, I don't think Taylor is a girl. Taylor. I think Taylor Gray is a boy. Oh, I'm sorry. So Taylor but he left went this- on Jess's Instagram, commented on her most recent posts. And said, imagine having to comment on the shade room 24-7 to keep the lights on. I don't know why y'all care. Right. So my thing about this is like, you know how normally I'm like, I feel like celebrities should leave shit alone. But when you bring shit to their Instagram accounts, then they have the right to respond. I feel this way. I still do feel this way. Even though I also broke my own rule and went to Jess Hilarious' Instagram post. But I'm going to get to that in a minute. Oh, boy. So Taylor left that comment. Jess responded and said, yeah, imagine it, faggot. Oh. Yeah. Imagine it, faggot. Okay. Just like that. One, two, three, four words. <laughs> okay. Taylor took a screenshot, reposted it, of course. The internet went crazy. Immediately, some of y'all tried to Photoshop it and act like Cardi B said it. Wait, or, what? Because you know niggas play too much on the internet. <laughs> but What the fuck is Earth? So anyway, naturally, lots of people were upset by this because faggot is a slur. It is a derogatory word, especially if you are not a gay man. Calling somebody else that word is considered highly offensive. You niggas know this. It's 2019. Nothing about that is new. So people got very angry at Just Hilarious. They were going in for a while. This morning, she posted a video that I did not watch. I don't care to see what is in the video, but the caption reads, listen. I have never been homophobic in my fucking life. I love gay people as they love me. Yesterday, I called a young man a faggot for disrespecting me. And for that, to the LGBT community, I sincerely apologize. Hmm. However, if I feel disrespected and that's oh, someone you, hit below the belt, but you just whether stopped. they are gay or not, Damn it. I'm going to return the same energy. You I'm trying to control my anger at this point in my career by being more positive. But just like anybody else, it's a growing process. I ask that the LGBT rainbow flag emoji gives respect as they want it. Wait. If you feel <laughs> if you feel as if you can't forgive me and I'm still canceled on your watch, I totally understand rainbow emoji. Still love you guys. So like I said, huh. didn't watch the video. I have no clue what's in it. And I really could have stayed out of this entirely. Um, but she really Did this, this happened got, today? This happened this morning. Okay. She got on my nerves with this because she did not end it at, and for that, to the LGBT community, I sincerely apologize. Right. Why didn't you just leave it right there? You know why? Because you did not really mean this apology, and you proved that by saying, if I feel disrespected and someone hits below the belt, whether they're gay or not, I'm going to return the same energy. Okay. I actually agree that celebrities, public figures, however, y'all have really warped the word fame and it applies to all kinds of people. Influencer. Y'all really, I feel like y'all see these little white check marks on Instagram and Twitter and feel like these people that constitutes a celebrity when it does not. But I commented on this post, something along the lines of, it is very easy to reciprocate disrespect without using slurs. It's really... Because that's all you had to do. If this young man, if you felt so disrespected by, imagine having to comment on the shade room 24-7 to keep the lights on, which I'm not even seeing how exactly that 
is hitting below the belt necessarily. You can absolutely respond to that and be as snarky or shitty or bitchy as you want to be without bringing up his sexual orientation and using a word. What I don't think you seem to understand about this, using a word that hits so many people other than your target. This young man, Taylor Gray, may or may not have given a shit about you calling him a faggot. But you know who did? Countless numbers of people who are your fans, followers, um, just in your general social media orbit who are like exposed to the things you say online, who may have seen your videos and think you're so funny or whatever else, like you on rail, like you on whatever else you do. It's those people that you end up hitting and you want to act like it's okay for you to say faggot because this nigga came out the side of his neck talking to you crazy. But like, girl, you're not hitting back with the same intensity that you were hit with. It is very easy. And I explained this to a lot of the dumbasses in her comments afterwards. It is incredibly simple to be disrespectful Without calling somebody a slur. You don't have to use faggot, dyke, nigga, any of the other ones that I can't say because I'm not a part of that group. (laughs) (laughs) But y'all know what they are. You don't have to come for people in that manner. Like one of Jess's dumbass fans got mad at me and I said, well, listen, I'm calling you semi-illiterate right now. You see how that's disrespectful? And yet at the same time, not calling you whichever slur fits your identity. You see how I can do like semi, I'm I'm being mean to you right now. It's a mean thing that I'm saying. (laughs) You may not get it because you're not, I know that reading and comprehension aren't your strong suit, but I'm being very mean right now without calling you something that disrespects your humanity and again when you are a public figure with lots of people paying attention to the things you say and do you don't just hit the one person that you wanted to target you hit everybody else who also shares that identity and is hurt by those words but you don't care because you didn't just leave it at i used faggot i absolutely should have never done that my bad y'all i will never say that again you followed it up with well, I'm just saying you made me mad and how dare you, you know, you can't really come for me for that because I'm just going to match y'all's energy. So if you want to be respected, then show me that same respect. I don't know what uh, what um, intersections Just Hilarious has other than being black. But I know that if I were to get on her Instagram and call her a nigger, that has probably a zero percent impact because it's coming from another black person i don't know how you would feel about a bunch of white people calling you nigger or coon or welfare welfare mother or you know having a black bat i don't even know if she has a baby but you know she does okay well and so i don't know if she had that baby out of wedlock but if they call her, you know, some welfare mother with a black bastard child who needs to stop living off the government and, and do better with us. It doesn't even matter if it's real or true or applies to you. It's just that you don't seem straight black women have a real hard time understanding that just saying that you support the LGBT community community or you like gay people. You've been watching Kid Fury's videos for a long time. So I don't understand how you could call me homophobic or anything else like Girl. Or just because a gay person does your makeup and hair. My yes. God. Yes, which was this. My just God. Just because you're around gay people, just because there are gay stylists around you. and You kiki with your stylist so much and you think that you're an ally. That's not how That's works. not being <laughs> friends with gay people or more, more accurately, gay people who are being paid to provide a service being kind to you That's and y'all one. having some rapport does <laughs> not an ally make. It just don't. It doesn't. You can't say, 
uh, well, you know, I sincerely apologize. However, he hit below the belt and whether you gay or not, I'm going to return with the same energy. Why can't you return with energy that doesn't demean somebody for who they are? You're so right. How is that hitting below the fucking belt? Girl, you do comment on every Shade Room post. I don't see. I don't even know that. But every I time I've like, gone to, I mean, I look at the topics more than you do. But like, <laughs> you're right. One, every time I've ever clicked on a, a, a Shade Room post, almost all the time there's a comment there. And I've it's never like irked me mm. so i don't know why people feel like that's even worth some something worth commenting on yeah or whatever i figure it's done just so that you're seen you know what yeah. i'm saying like so that people see your page and go in and you get engagement or whatever i've never really understood it but it's never bothered me so i don't understand why that's hitting below the belt and again so much so that you have to use faggot and what really blows me about this is that you're not just some regular person or just some like <sighs> goofy exec somewhere like you're a comic from Baltimore. Like, you should have, you have, your mm-hmm. roots are being able to flame somebody. Yeah. So you should have been able to just go to this motherfucker's page and like roasted him without yeah. slurs. Like, that's what you do. Like, girl, not in that too tight Gucci knockoff or whatever. <laughs> Anything else. I don't know what this young man had on, but you could have, there's so many ways that you can come for somebody. Like, imagine if faggot is so lazy. Like, even if, even aside from it being an offensive slur, like, you're a comedian and I just don't, yeah. You could have actually had like a completely different reaction to this because you could have came for somebody who came for you in a funny way that right isn't offending a whole bunch of innocent people who many of them might might, might be fans of yours. Right. I love gay people as they love me. Girl, what? Well, let's not assume. I, I mean, just, I like her. But I, don't like... I mean, I don't know her to dislike her, but this this caption right here this is where i was like okay i don't know this girl from a can of paint but i'll be damned if we gonna act like this makes any kind of fucking sense it does not you're not sincerely apologizing by then following it up with what you feel like is your justification for why you said it if there's those can't coexist you either sincerely apologize and you truly regret it and you feel a great deal of remorse for it or you just tired of niggas dragging you on instagram and you ready to to throw something out there and move the fuck on and i would su- highly suggest not going to look at the comments because there are it actually discouraged me to see how many thousands and thousands of black people are like the the alphabet boys need to toughen up, pansy ass crybabies. Y'all want it to be equal, but when we equally, you know, giving out these disses, y'all are, you know, in your feelings and the LGBTs just acting like can't nobody say nothing about them. Care. And it's just, it's really discouraging to see all these people act like this isn't connected. Like half of these niggas was posting them shitty photoshops of Jesse Smollett after the attack talking about, you know, we are one and this is so wrong. I love Jesse. I love Empire. This is so fucked up. How can y'all not see the correlation between somebody like Jess Hilarious who will toss out faggot for no reason and a culture that feels like it is okay for Jesse Smollett to be attacked with homophobic slurs and physically attacked for being who he is? How do you not see that those two things contribute? They go hand in hand with one another. It's right there in front of your face if you would just choose to stop being so goddamn ignorant. And it really pisses me off when this comes from black people, especially black women, because had a white boy done it, the Liam Neeson thing, had a white boy done it, had a white boy said something this fucking crazy to one of us out of nowhere and called us a nigger or whatever else, y'all would be all up in arms over it. Just so fucking pissed. But then you act like because you said 
because you used a slur against one of us, one of the alphabet boys, and it don't really matter or y'all need to quit being so fucking sensitive and it's not that deep. All right. Well, you know what? I really should, I wish it wasn't that deep every time one of you niggas get gunned down by the police and black women and black queer people are the first ones to take up for y'all asses and start marching and all this other shit. And I wish every time there wasn't another story... <clears throat> Or maybe it shouldn't be this way, that every time there's another story about a straight black woman being caught up in a shitty situation, usually behind some dumbass man, that the rest of us don't automatically have empathy for this sister or trying to help her out or trying to get people to understand how control and abuse works. You know, maybe if we stopped taking up for you niggas, y'all would understand just how valuable we are. And it's a goddamn shame that not even black women like I can't tell you how many dumbass black bitches responded to me with something so fucking ignorant. I had to block their asses. As a gay black man, I'm not surprised, <laughs> but it is, it's disappointing. It, right. It was, it was honestly like, it's just disappointing. The number of people who are bending over backwards to make excuses for this. There are no fucking excuses. There's been a lot of that this week. There a has lot of disappointing shit happening from even within our own you know, community. Yeah. So fuck just hilarious. I never gave a shit about her anyway, but I'm definitely not finna. And you know, I, I, and to be totally real with you, I broke my own little rule of not commenting on people's Instagrams because I'm not scared of anything. This girl or any of her dumbass followers could possibly say to me, what you going to do out? Are you mean not with logic? So I don't have no issue with saying what I said. I stand up in it. If she don't like it, she can block me or say whatever, whatever the fuck she got to say. It really don't matter. But like, this was just so fucking ignorant. And don't try to act like you are less hateful because you were just responding to somebody who was mean to you. People say crazy shit to me all the time. All the time. You know like, what I don't do? Follow up with slurs time. that are based on their race or ethnicity or sexual orientation or anything else because it's not because I have the ability to clown every fucking thing about you without ever getting into the things that, you know, God made about you and can't be changed. It's not hard. It's, I mean, most of you are just so very fucking dusty, girl. It's actually incredibly simple if you would just try. I mean, you're supposed to be a comedian. Comedians are supposed to be a lot smarter than that, so. Well, I wouldn't even say that, but you would. (laughs) I I honestly feel like comedians should should have something better than. It's your job. Yes, exactly, because faggot, dyke, that is amateur shit. That is eighth grade hallway shit. Hello in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that is that's basic all you ass <laughs> locker talk. Like that's so whack, bro. Like, come on. Yes. You can say something that targets the person who came out their neck towards you without hitting all of these innocent fans of yours with this stray who are just like, well, damn, I was sitting here minding my business, watching Jess with the mess, loving it, and then here she go talking about faggots. Right in front of my salad. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Fuck. Iconic. Okay, but yeah, that's it. I'm done. Very disappointing. But yeah, not shocked by y'all or your behavior at all. Just out here, numb, trying to survive. And and at the same time, we'll be like, Protect Jussie Smollett. Protect, protect the LGBT. This is wrong. This is fucked up. You don't really. Feel I believe that I way. dragged the fuck out of um. Y'all I can't even remember shit. that other nigga's name who talked about her and her baby. 
She ha- so she really does have a baby. Yes, because what is the name of that other? I think it was Corey Holcomb. I think maybe it was a live show that we did one time. But Corey Holcomb made all these jokes about her because she took like a picture with her baby and, and they were both naked in the picture or something like that. Mm. And he just made it like really in like like perverted and just um, had all these like really immature and, and disgusting jokes to make about it. And I'm pretty sure that I just answered the well, show. Well, I'm sure I defended her in that context because she deserved it. But, right. Well... Well, yeah. Maybe you in particular did not deserve it, but women don't deserve to be dragged for taking pictures with their babies and then niggas perverting it in their own damn minds. But, you know, we talk about so many people on this show, it ain't no way in hell I could possibly keep track of all of them. I just saw, I would have honestly left it alone because I don't give a shit about this girl. But that caption pushed me right on over the edge. (laughs) Like, you're not going to say that you sincerely apologize and then back it up with all the reasons that you felt like you were justified in doing it. Girl, kiss my ass. Yeah, what's the point of apologizing, man? All right, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. If there are tickets for our anniversary show later this month, they are at thereadlive.com. I don't think so. Uh, Probably not. Of course she looks good. Portia, is she pregnant? She had that baby. She's pregnant on the cover of, I I think she's still pregnant, but she's on the cover of Rolling Out. I don't know. Rolling Out? Yeah, Rolling Out magazine. But she looks gorgeous. Tits galore. Well, she always has been a pretty girl. And as I've said, yellow on brown skin. I mean, we do great in all colors, but there's just something about a black woman in any shade of yellow that is just unbeatable. Like, Golds and yellow. Is saffron a yellow? Saffron's yeah, a yellow. saffron's a yellow. All of those things, my nigga. True. Black women, black women should have a no guys allowed all yellow party where you just drink <laughs> champagne and yes. and and fellowship. And Lupita Nyong'o is like the hostess. Lupita the actually master of ceremonies. invented marigold. Pass it on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that would be lovely. So, yeah, any news from you this week before we head out of here? I don't have any news for you this week except for, again, last week was not a casting call. So, girl, <laughs> I want to remind you. I love it! <laughs> I told you. Um, I told y'all, niggas. Yeah, unrelated stuff that we'll talk about at a later date. Also, um, oh, fuck, it just slipped my mind something. Oh, oh. Thank you to so many of y'all who have been hitting us up like, yes, you can buy Girl Scout cookies online. And in fact, my baby <laughs> has them for sale. Here's the link. So, so yeah. I'm jumping right into like ahead. some random, <laughs> random links and I'm going to just buy some. Oh, man. Did you see the video of the little girl doing the money remix? You bet your black ass I see it. <laughs> they posted the link to buy her cookies and I went to click on it and it's sold out. It's like, of course. It it's like, sorry, guys. I have actually sold all the cookies I'm allowed to sell. Please I buy them from black somebody. Excellent. <laughs> Maybe next week. Because I know she walked in the rest of her trip like, so girls, we're done. <laughs> You're welcome. Cookies to the roof. I, I got girls in my troop. She's so <laughs> cookies cute. Cookies to the roof. Her little fro sitting <laughs> on them she cookies. She was so cute. Oh, my God. They're Started still going through all my faves. I was like, yes, sister. <laughs> There's still beauty in the world. Oh, amen. All right, you guys. No acronym this week. Just um, do something positive this this week. Maybe yeah. play Kingdom Hearts. It's the only thing that's been Block keeping me sane. Block a homophobe. Block a bigot. Block a bigot. <gasps> Block a bigot That's Thursdays. a movement. Block yep. a bigot 2019, nigga. Yes. <laughs> all right. We will see y'all next week. 